Yo, top, top of the morning, top of the morning. Man, what's going on, man? What's, what's good? Word, what's baby? good? What's good? Hey, everything's good. Life, baby, this life. Bullshit, man. This, this, yeah. is, this is the holidays. <laughs> We're coming to you post post Christmas pre. Pre-New Year's. Pre-New Year's, baby. We're going to do a pre-New Year's celebration in here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Cause, do cause, this, this unveiling. Since we're not going out, going out this year. <laughs> oh, not not, not going to fucking happen. I've seen y'all out here wilding, man. And, uh, mm -hmm, the numbers, no, sir. The numbers are spiking on some bitch. Hey, uh, I delete all the emails, all the text hey, messages, as as all the invites. In, as soon as they come in. As soon as everybody said, hey, don't have no fucking big gatherings, I go down the street in my neighborhood and everybody, and I see big gatherings. On Instagram, I see big gatherings. And then what mm -hmm. happened after? Oh, shit, I was exposed to COVID. No fucking shit. Uh, yeah. Sherlock? Yeah. <laughs> Goofy yeah. ass people. We see you in there smoking hookahs after people and grinding. <laughs> <laughs> and then I don't want to wonder how come you got COVID. The whole smoke. Like, yo, just whatever, man. So, huh. <laughs> whiskey, whiskey Therapy <laughs> Podcast. We back at it once again. Magic Man on the mic. Got Bane over to my left. What it do, what it do. How you guys doing today? How you guys doing? Hey, man, we got the kid back there on the ones and twos. We're going to get him with a mic today because we, we got into some conversation. We started talking about... Uh, about edibles and being creative and and all kind of shit um, that I want to make sure we include everybody on the conversation. But we're gonna start off how we normally start with what we drinking. Mm -hmm. So today, I said last podcast I was gonna go in the cabinet, you know, at the liquor store and say, "Hey man, give me something nice out the cabinet." And there's a whole bunch of nicer stuff in there, but uh, I don't think it justifies the price. But I do think what justifies it is this Crown XR. Yeah, buddy. And I want to do the unveiling because they put it in this big fancy box. I just like to get to my liquor. But because they do it, <laughs> because they do it and to make you feel special, I'm going to go ahead. Look at it. It's, it's, on, like, it's on a gold pillow, man. Uh, mm -hmm, Crown XR mm -hmm. on make a feel, gold pillow. Make you feel real special. Oh, yeah. Look at it. Oh, man. The body is bedazzled, man. It almost looks like a, uh, a plug of <laughs> you, sorts. You say bedazzled? <laughs> it's, it's a plug of sorts. Um, Crown XR, extra like, rare. Like a, it is it's, it's 80 proof. <laughs> You know this the studs. I'm not like a fake suede. What is this? <laughs> nah, you know you know what the, you know what the back of this looks like. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly what the back of that looks like. <laughs> they made this look real pretty. Uh, uh, yeah, and inviting. Yeah. Uh, it should be in a different box at the house. Hey man, <laughs> man, what are you drinking today? Well, you ain't gonna tell nobody. <laughs> I just said it. I said eighty proof. Why you were joking? <laughs> you were making jokes. Crown Royal, extra rare. Uh, Canadian whiskey. It's 80 proof, real smooth proof on this one. So this is gonna be a real fast sipper. Uh -huh. Um yeah. And yeah, I just I just want to go in the cabinet and buy some stuff. I'm not a scotch drinker, they have a lot of scotches in there. Um and then it has some rye whiskey. And I'm not oh. I'm not a I'm not a fan of rye. I can't we, do rye. Just, we, well, you know me, I don't drink that's just way too strong for me. Yeah, we we, we we do like one or two. The basil hayden rye has been real good, yeah. but I'm not gonna push it by going into rye. Um so yeah, this is gonna be a real smooth sipper for me. Bang with you on the day. Oh, well, first of all, I hope everybody had a merry, 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 happy holiday, Christmas, uh, Hanukkah, whatever it is that you're uh, out there celebrating. If you don't celebrate nothing at all, I still hope you had a good time. <laughs> Buy yourself something nice. You know what I mean? <laughs> we buy ourselves the best gifts, you know? <laughs> and happy new year. Everybody going out. Make sure that you're careful when you party. Oh, it's got a little shot glass on the bottom. I see you over there. <laughs> now, that little shot glass is what gets you in trouble. So I am still holiday drinking. So what I am drinking this, uh, while we record today is a little Jim Bean honey and sweet tea. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And drink, this is not drinking, my first one. So Yeah, he's drinking a lot today. Uh, yeah, yeah, this is not my first one, I'm going to say. And it won't be my last, probably. Yeah, he drinks, he's drinking a lot. Possibly, maybe. He's drinking but a yeah, lot. But yeah, I'm holiday drinking. So, you know, taking it easy, a little bit at a time, just enjoying myself. Drinking a lot. Now, I will say to the holiday drinking, uh, I want to come back and report because we were talking about the um, – um, 
the Sugarlands moonshine that I had, the chocolate uh, yeah. coffee. So I did instead of just warming it up, I actually used it as the creamer oh, in my the coffee. coffee. Yeah, yeah. So I had some dark coffee. I used it as a creamer with some honey and some cinnamon. Ah, uh, pretty Ooh, good. I had a great Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had a yeah. great Christmas. You made like a ghetto eggnog. Oh, I did with coffee. Oh, oh I had a great Christmas. So it tasted amazing. Uh, and it was just it was right there. I just plateaued and I just I just rode the wave. Yeah, the whole day yeah. with my coffee. I was cool, man. Mm-hmm. Now I will say now I understand why people say coffee mess you up. Cause yeah, I was messed up. You mm. know, every day I drank that for for a long time. <laughs> now, now I get it. I didn't get it before because I went a coffee drinker. But yeah. now I'm like, yo, bro. <laughs> yeah, I didn't drink. I didn't start drinking coffee till I was 35. Oh, until I started drinking coffee. Drinking alcohol. Yeah, I, I never drank coffee until I was 35. Amazing. Tried a couple times, but it never worked. And then when I started, like finally, then mm-hmm. I got hooked on it. Oh, that's how I did with liquor and women. Um, mm-hmm. You didn't start those till you was 35? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly. his story. He's yeah. sticking to mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And you was part of that uh, was study first. that we was talking about? Yeah, I was part of that study. <laughs> <laughs> I was part of that talking about. Yeah, I, was, I started like, yo, this, this stuff yeah. smells amazing, man. Mm-hmm. You got any more podcasts to record back there today? No. Yeah, man, you get your, you get your glass. Come on, come, come, come pull up while we're here. Oh, no, um, man, I don't drink. Oh, that's right. You stopped drinking. We were yeah. talking about vices yeah, and how shit, how shit stopped it. But yes, we yeah, did I talk about some of my vices. We did. But you know what? <laughs> to, 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 to your point, not to put yours out there unless you want to, uh, but to, to your point, I didn't, I didn't start drinking until later in age because yeah. of what I saw. I got people drinking, right? Mm-hmm. So we were talking about what makes people stop things and what makes yeah, you do yeah. things. Hashtag Cancun, baby. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's ten. But is I, that ten years plus? At least ten. At least is that ten? At least ten. Is that ten? At least ten. Because um, what, 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 what I what I was telling uh, the kid back there is um, we were talking about devices that we have now, the stuff that we did and we don't do, and the reasons why you don't do them, where there's childhood trauma or growing up trauma around it, but. I didn't drink until I was 30 because I saw what alcohol did to people. And not, you know, I, I don't have a big drinking household, so it wasn't that. But every time I went out or I saw people under the influence of alcohol, they were just doing the dumbest, most reckless shit. And I grew up a scary kid. Right? I grew up with parents that, you know, you did some shit, you know, they knew what was going to happen. Um, mm, on the other hand, I grew up with, with parents that bootlegged on Sundays, and I had to refill bottles with, with Seagram's Gin. And yeah. <laughs> I, I grew up on the opposite end of the spectrum. Well, now I will tell you, I've, I I could make a drink. <laughs> Stayed up at night playing spades at like 12 years yeah, old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I could make <laughs> I a drink. I grew up on the other end dom- of the spectrum. I could make a drink and play dominoes early. I just didn't want it. But I could yeah. make a drink. You know, I, I knew yeah, I knew yeah. what my old man drank early. Yeah, go to the liquor store and give me a fifth of uh, Wild Irish yeah, Rose. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's, I, that's the way I grew up. Yeah, so I, I, I was around it, and I knew how to do it. I knew how to make people drinks because when you're a kid, they just put you to work. So I knew how to make people drinks and shit. It's just I, I couldn't see myself doing that at that point in time. And then when I turned 30, everything went fucking downhill. <laughs> go um, get your stepfather. For, for a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> go get your stepfather on Skid Row and tell him to bring his ass home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the way I grew up. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> a little different. Some stories. Yeah, huh. no, that's, that's, that's different. Yeah. Great times, though. Great times, yeah. though. I grew up around the, the party and stuff. Um, so you played spades early. I didn't play spades until later in life. I actually played dominoes early. Yeah, hashtag, I don't know what the hell they do down here in Texas with this this playing spades with special cards and shit like that. And What you mean? Other than the, the, the twos? What yeah, you yeah. About? Like Other than, like, you know, maybe making the two hearts and the two of diamonds, yeah. you know, the big little joker or something yeah. because you don't have one. But they was coming down here like... You know, making special cards up and really? shit. And I'm like, what is all this? Oh, like, fuck. I don't even know. I don't even play like, spades. And I, just, I don't like, even I play with people who do that. Where they do that at? Yeah, that's how I'm like big wits to me. Now, I play yeah, big, I'm I'm like, big wits coming up, and that's where you, you know, you'd be a little different. But you know. yeah, I, I grew up uh, dominoes. So my old man used to love playing dominoes. It was me and my mom growing up, and she didn't want to play. 
uh, with him. So he made me at four or five years old get up at night when he want to play dominoes. We mm-hmm. played dominoes. So I'm playing dominoes since I was five um, with my old man, and it's it's uh, that was a good time. I remember thinking mm-hmm. that because now he and I. Um, you know, we didn't like the same sports teams or anything in that. But if he and I are anywhere and there's a domino game out, mm-hmm. and he and I are partners, we can play. We can fall back into it. Even if he hadn't played in five yeah. years, we can fall back yeah. into him and I against everybody else. We make everybody else get off the table for yeah, the rest of the day. Because he taught you, so he know what you know. Yeah, and I know what he know. I know yeah. where he's going. I know what he's doing. Yeah. But that's that's a connection that I that I have with my old man. Yeah. And we got to play for um, – so speaking of Christmas, I was at my parents. And a theme for since we couldn't be around a lot of family, the theme is always my mom will be the the game warden. She mm-hmm. want to play all the games outside, inside. She had board games galore. She'll start a red light, green light outside. <laughs> Real active, right? Couldn't do it this year because of COVID, but we still got to play some games, Connect Four and Domino. So I got to play Connect Four with my mom, mm-hmm. uh, who taught me how to play Connect Four, uh, which I'm also a beast in Connect Four. Um, think y'all want to see me on the board either? Uh, got to play with my mom, um, which is amazing, good time, had fun with her, and then got in a couple of Domino games with my dad, and he killed me. Uh, <laughs> which which doesn't happen off my dad killed me. Uh but it was a good time, man. It's a little bit of nostalgia. Yeah. Just there, just yeah. just watching watching him. And we we play I think we played the entire game and we may have not even said too many yeah. words yeah. to each other. Yeah, because yeah, it's not about the words. Yeah, we were just in the mode. Yeah, yeah. It's we not about the, the words, mode, man. man. I used to play rummy with my mom, man. Mm-hmm. Used to play gin, used to play on the floor. Mm-hmm. Oh man, good old days back then. Mass times, man. That um yeah, it was a pity pad. It was a whole bunch of games you should just play with with my grandfather and my folks. Man, what games you play? You play any games for holidays? Anything around your people? <clears throat> Not a lot of games. We just hung out. That's it. That's it, man. Did y'all do anything? Y'all talk about anything special? Nothing. Nah, just hang out. Like my a good family time shooting shit. is the, the dynamic of my family is really weird. Mm. Like we don't communicate by feelings or none of that shit. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? We, we like talk about par- that too. My parents are foreign pe- people. You know what I'm saying? They immigrated mm. here, so. They got a different mindset. They're like, no, you're here, you have a good life, that's it. Yeah. That's their focus is just putting shit on the table. And Well, that's amazing because that's actually how my, my dad, that's how the men in my family are raised, and that's yeah. how they raise men in their family. So I don't, me and my dad don't hug, but even the, to this day. And the thing is, like, for part of my life, my dad wasn't part of it, right? Mm-hmm. And we, me and my mom, we lived in Pakistan. Mm-hmm. So it was just me and my mom for the longest. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, I was on, I, we lived with my dad's side of the family for part of it, mm-hmm. and they lived, like, in the slums. So, like, we're talking, like, where the trash is dumped, the mm-hmm. land fields. So, I saw from the age of two to, like, about five, it was just being around nothing but poverty. Yeah. And you see that and, you know, kind of it imprints some shit into you. You yeah. know what I mean? And then we moved to my mom's side of the family because some shit happened. A lot, well, a lot of shit happened. And then that upbringing was a lot different because my mom's side of the family comes from money. Okay. Um, so I kind of got to see both sides. Yeah, he's like, I'm never going back to the other shit. Yeah, and then it was just like, I don't fuck with my dad's side of the family. Fuck them. Mm-hmm. They all died today in a house fire. I'd be the happiest motherfucker ever. Sheesh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know that feeling. Sheesh. Yeah. Not exact <laughs> feeling, but I know something very similar. <laughs> hey, look, I know something I, very, very similar. Look, mm-hmm. I, I have, I, I try not to hold hate in my heart, right? My whole thing is, God bless you, but fuck you. <laughs> yeah, put that on the shirt, man. Yeah, you yeah. put that on the shirt for people. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I get it. So yeah. I just because just because I, I don't like you or dislike you doesn't mean I can't be excited when something bad happened to you. Exactly. That's all. Hey, like, what's <laughs> excited when something bad happens to you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. Sometimes people deserve shit. And then we moved back to America. It was we moved right into Sharpstown, and then it was just like me having to adapt to America. 
Yes. So like a lot of it was in just in Sharpstown. In Sharpstown. Yeah, back in 03. <laughs> yeah. 03 Sharpstown was different. I know. Than what it is now. I know. Oh, yeah. So it was it was different than when we yeah, were going yeah, to Sharpstown. Yeah, yeah, you ain't lying. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so and then Katrina happened. So I remember 03 Sharpstown. Yeah. So I first and got it, my first set of fangs made it was over in Sharpstown. Hey <laughs> man, got jumped a couple times, you know. That's <laughs> why I got man. the CTE. And look, bro. man, if, so before you even got there, and I I pause you when we get into it, before you got there, Sharpstown used to be the mall to go to. Yeah. Before 03. Yeah. Right, now even like '03, it it's it changed, start going a different direction. Mm-hmm. But before then, like '80s, '90s, for kids popular. going to call, oh, mm-hmm. it was fuck the Galleria, the shoe, shoe store on the, yeah. half of it was shoe store. Yeah, well, Sharp, <laughs> a lot of people, like, Sharpstown used to be a very nice area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it used to be very yeah. Nice. They, have, mm-hmm. they have a golf course over there. Yeah, any place that has a country club and a golf course used to be a nice area. Yeah, I play golf there. The reason I play golf there is now it's like. It's, it's ridiculously cheap to pay golf at the shops down. Like, they ain't even got grass on all the course. Yeah. <laughs> no. And plus, you don't know what you're doing anyway, so you don't want to go out there and spend a whole bunch of money. Hey, <laughs> play also, you don't know also what you're doing. playing shops down, don't go out there <laughs> with a good club, so you will fuck your clubs up on that, <laughs> that, on that screen. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, man, it used, it, used to be, it used to be the spot to go to. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, when it started changing and they started making grills and shit out of there, and then all yep. the shoe stores got replaced with uh, jewelry stores jewelry and shit. Jewelry stores, yep. Man, it was. Fake kiosks. Shit, I remember getting short sets from Sharpstown when I was a kid, man, going to oh, like Coda and Jeans West and shit. <laughs> <laughs> What's a short set? Hey, man, we used to get the shirts, like the shirt with the same pattern, like three different colors. They yeah, had red, like, blue, and green. You sound like oh, you were yeah. shopping at King's. Mm. <laughs> no, I got, I got my speakers. I got my hey, speakers hey, from, who uh, didn't? Hey, man. Who didn't? <laughs> hey, Trader, Trader's Village. Who didn't? Shout out to Trader's Village. Hey, shout out to MLK. Hey, man. Who didn't? I'm out. I spent a lot of time at King's, boy, when I was younger. Hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> this is for your time. Remember you nuts? We used to uh, want the radio where you take the face off. Yeah, 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 pocket. yeah. Put it in your pocket. We are so your nuts. We are old, man. So I don't know if you've ever seen this, you know, this concept, because I don't know how old you are. I'm 24. Oh, yeah, you don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no. So when, when, we, when we were younger and we had to actually go get uh, speaker systems put in our cars because they didn't come with amazing speaker systems with 80 speakers, um, yeah. we used to go to a couple of flea markets, Kings and Traders Village. And used to go and it's just big speaker stores. You pick out your speakers and you go mm-hmm. to the back and they'll install them for you, right? They open your shit up and wire right it up. Right there on the side of the flea market. Yeah. But the thing to do was to get your your radio replaced and get a radio where you could take the face off of it because people used to steal radios aftermarket radios. Yeah. So even if you have a shitty car, I, I grew up. I had a '87 Toyota Camry. It was my first car. Mm. Um, so you had a shitty car, but you had a nice ass sound system. People will pop in because it's old shit. They can pop in easily and take your shit and go out. Yeah. So, yeah, we used to have these big-ass, big-ass radio faces. You take it out and you put it in, like, a case, like a glass case, and carry yeah. that bitch around yeah, like, like you. Yeah, like your glasses. Yeah, and some people carry <laughs> yeah. it in their hand, like car keys, so they can show the girls that they had a new radio. Yeah. We were nuts back then. Yeah. Oh, God. Remember when they so first I came out a, with the big, uh, with the back, like, colored backgrounds on yeah. them? Yeah. Instead of just the black with the yeah. little colors, it'd be, like, a, like a neon color in the yeah. back. Like, oh, I got to change it words out. or some shit I on there. Yeah. change it out, yeah, dog. Yeah, 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 yeah. That so, my first car was a 1986 Chevy yeah, dog, I had a hoopty. Uh, older car than me. <laughs> hey, I, I had a hoopty, man. I was, it was my baby, man. A tree fell on it. And then, you know, the cool thing about old schools is they metal bodies. So we took a jack. Oh, yeah. And we pumped that bitch back up. Oh, yeah. 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 And it was just, yeah. you know. It was yeah, because yeah. yeah. wasn't no suction. Bumps. You couldn't suction cup in that. Oh, yeah. There wasn't nah. no suction cups in the body work on nah, that Nah, man. But, yeah, you could you could hit a horse in that bitch and it still And then we spray painted it because we, didn't, we, didn't want, we couldn't afford the paint, like a new paint yeah. job on it. So we just took white spray paint. Spray paint the hole, the rust away. But all it of is that. what it is, man. As long as you was riding. Oh man, the first thing I did when my dad gave me them keys, mm-hmm. took that bitch to Fry's Electronics, got me <laughs> <a> new radio. <laughs> <laughs> he went to Fry's. I remember, I remember, old man, when he when he was getting cars, their biggest thing was the equalizer because the shit didn't come in the radio. Oh yeah. So you used to get yeah. the equalizer box underneath this shit. Yeah. And tune the equalizer. Because I had a uh, 
man, I had a 1994 Blazer, right? This is mm-hmm. the first car that I actually paid for myself. Oh, that's the one where you was uh, playing that R&B music yeah. she was doing. Yeah. So I went in, man. I went I went to Kings. No mm-hmm. no bullshit because I used to live on the south side. Mm-hmm. Man, I went to Kings, bought me a new head unit, uh, 212s, some punches, mm-hmm. bought an equalizer mm-hmm. uh, with the remote control to it. Oh, yeah. And, and I bought the- <laughs> uh, right here. <laughs> hey, when I, when I say I redid everything, I redid, I redid all the speakers, all the highs, the lows, mm-hmm. crossover- I'm talking about I had this thing. You can hear me about six blocks away in this thing. Went back and resealed the hatch window so it wouldn't rattle. Oh. I didn't want to be that guy. You know, yes. I didn't want to be the guy just, yeah, yes, bam. Yes. Oh, Anou- Announcing the people insane. that should steal yeah, your shit. Just, yeah, just insane, boy. Oh, that man. took me back to like Kappa Beach parties and shit like that too, yeah. man. I mounted oh. the equalizer underneath the dashboard oh. where I could see it so I could adjust it. Oh, and I had to switch. So for police officers, they used to, you know, since it, it used to be more prevalent. Uh, police officer used to pull you over if your shit was too loud and give you a ticket. Yeah. So I always had a, a switch put into my shit where I could turn the vol- the bass up and down without having to touch the radio, mm-hmm. and it'd be right underneath the steering yeah, wheel. Yeah, just hit and it. I just hit. Oh, oh. Man, I had my blazer. I had like four toggle switches underneath my left dash <laughs> to different shit, like inside LEDs, all kind just, of shit, dog. That I had. I put everything on there I could put on there. This motherfucker here. Instead of just buying something newer. <laughs> uh, it's, exactly. Exactly. It, it wasn't that. It wasn't that. I remember taking my, my $230 check from Target and mm. <laughs> saving that shit up to go get hubcaps or whatever Man. the fuck it was. Jesus yeah. Christ. No, that's old. one of my goals, though. Whenever I get some more money coming in to rebuild that, to buy a celebrity you want a celebrity? rebuild it. Yeah. I thought about going back and getting my 87 Camry just out of it's nostalgia. Just it's your first car, <laughs> man. Just out of nostalgia. And I just, the shit I did, the first things that I experienced in that car. Uh, oh, I just don't hold on to nostalgic oh, items like it that. It was, I, 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 I just don't. I like that, and I've had you know I'm a car. I've had a yeah. lot of cars. I can still my first shit, man. I could say I still put that '87 Toyota Camry just because of how much it meant to me mm-hmm. being the first car. Because I remember it used to be my mom's car, and I used to remember just going out and seeing my dad said it was gonna be your car, right? I'm 14, yeah. 15 years old. You used to go outside and look at it every day. Yeah. Like, oh, gonna be <laughs> that's mine. gonna be mine. This is what I'm gonna do to it. Yeah, yeah, you got a list. Yeah, you get your permit, and then they start sending you to the store in it. Yeah. So you're yeah. getting used to yeah. it. You're getting used to the car and everything. Yeah, start you making you drive everywhere. Where we going? Yeah. Hey, you driving? Get in there. Yeah. So that's that's I remember that more than than the the ten other cars I had after it. Um, you know, for 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 things that I had, just because it was, yeah, like I said, that was, that was my first car, man. I remember making the trunk trunk shake. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember, I remember when my brake booster went out. I didn't even know what a brake booster was. <laughs> I'm trying to stop this hoe ain't stopping. I'm like, oh, this ain't good. <laughs> <laughs> this is not good. No, I remember being able to take my <laughs> take my 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 keys out. You need the key to start. I remember taking my keys out and throwing it to my homeboy out the window and driving down the street. And his face like, eighties <laughs> <laughs> cars. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Started, took the key out, threw it to him, and went. Cause he had a um, at the time he had a, a new Honda. It was a Honda Civic. He had nice white rims on it. It was newer than mine. Mm-hmm. And so every time we go somewhere, they try to speed off because it was fast and furious and shit. So another dude had an Acura, so they should speed off. Mine, my eighty seven. That bitch ain't going fast. Mm-hmm. It just ain't. I can match the gas and it just it crawled along. So they doing all this fun stuff, right? They putting the lights, you know, the LED lights behind the uh, the, uh, the display and all yeah. that shit. Mm-hmm. And they doing all stuff. I said, you know what? Bet my shit could do something y'all can't do. Said, <laughs> so I went down to the end of the street. That was in the cul-de-sac. I went down to the end of the street and I mashed the gas. Like I'm finna do a drift, drift or something like that. So I, er, I mashed the gas and I go, er, and it just. Because <laughs> so like, like it don't go past. So I'm driving past him. I'm driving past him. I hit the cul-de-sac. I do I do a quick U-turn around the cul-de-sac, come back, take keys out, throw them to him, and keep driving. He's just like, 
<laughs> now it's right because he's thinking I'm gonna do some kind of massive yeah, trick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm gonna show you how. <laughs> yeah, you can just pull it up slow and do that. Yeah, I tore up this car. Is. But it was a show. He thought I was gonna do something. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. then all I did was throw the keys at him. <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna show you how this old car ride, man. So anyway, we were um, shoot, we got 20 minutes on that. Um, mm. Change the tone a little bit. I do want to touch on something, and then we'll get back to the conversation we're having because it was real dope. Um, I saw Soul. Uh, the movie that was on, I think it was Disney Plus that, that released it or HBO Max. I, f- I forget which one it was. But uh, good movie. You want something mm. to watch to make you feel good and shit like that, good movie. I, it, it, it threw me because I didn't – I did everything to not look at previews and see what the story was about. Mm-hmm. So I was I was still surprised right. a lot of it. Um, it. The preview really didn't tell you a whole lot anyways. Good. I only see one preview good. and it didn't say shit. Good. It it, – it, it throws you. It's it's a good movie. It's a good feel good movie. You sit down and watch. Yeah, I watched it with the family. It was it was a good time in it. And uh, just trying to pick out. Oh, this is this. Oh, okay, this is such and such. And all oh, the 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 artistry of it, the way they drew the characters, mm-hmm. uh, the kind of things that they did, and the kind of inside jokes that we have and stuff is right. is, is real cool in there. Um, there's some like every movie. There's some stuff you can probably pick apart in it. But it was it's a good holiday movie. You want to. Um, you want to watch some you know, that comes out? It's it's way better than uh, Wonder Woman. Horrible! I can only make it through the first horrible fifteen minutes, and I turned it off. I thought they let it go on HBO Max, you know, because it was COVID. No, they did yeah. it because it's horrible. Oh, it is a terrible straight to DVD. They should never be allowed. These directors and writers should never be allowed to write another movie. It's like the worst superhero movie made ever. It's te- it, it reminded me. <laughs> I don't know if they were trying to be two eighty four because it reminded me of like the the old Superman movies. Where they do like real cheesy stuff, like save a cat from being run over by a car yeah. and shit, like yeah. real campy type of stuff. Yeah. And you can't do that off the back of, you know, fucking Avengers and shit like that. I mean, you can't even do that off the back of Justice League. Even that has some stuff in it where, you know, it was some explosions and some action and some real bad guys. And she, mm-hmm. you know, she she's saving people, you know, eating cotton candy in a mall. Like that was it was a cheesy. Oh, it was, shit. It was horrible, man. It, it was, was horrible. Shit, man. I'm and, not gonna give the movie away because I haven't yeah, watched. Yeah. Well, it. Well, I'm gonna give it away because I'm gonna I'm gonna say it like Spoiler I said earlier alert. today, real quick. Any movie where the superhero is supposed to be a badass and they save the day with a monologue, that's a horrible ass superhero movie. Yeah. If like you ain't whooping ass, happened. you giving the monologue. If that's what happened, that's and I don't even know how you follow the first one where she find out like she was a god. Yeah, you find the first no, one. No, not even a god. Her. No, she was a weapon. Remember, she wasn't a god. She I, was. A, she was. She was literally a weapon that was that was made to fight the worst of the worst of the evilest of the gods of everybody. She was a weapon. Right. Well, she was fighting the god of war. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They made her saying. for yeah. that purpose, that's and it. now she's saving the world with a monologue. Come on, just, man. It, it was yeah, it was real, real campy. I think the most impressive thing is she was doing it in wedges. Uh, that was probably the most. Impressive. Oh, she still, she still fine. <laughs> that was, that hey, was the most. Hey, she still fine. Ain't no question about that. The most impressive thing to me is she was doing this in wedges. But that was yeah, it. Yeah, she's um, still fine. That that was it. Yeah, I just. I, it's like they just want to make a movie to make a movie, right? And and you want to see. I want to see more diversity in movies, right? Um, Soul did that. A couple other movies did. A couple shows are doing it now where they're showing whatever. I want to see more diversity, but just don't put bullshit out. Like this was this was terrible. Yeah. Like I don't even know how a child would like to watch this. This this was like the worst of like DC. Yeah, like DC wanted to, you know wanted to get out from under you know Marvel's thumb and 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 this ain't it. No, this ain't it. You Not can't even go close. From, you can't even go from ultra dark Batman to this. Like I don't even no. know how they exist in the same yeah. in the same universe. Yeah, she she literally giving monologues. It's just 
Yeah. Look, if you and, and it's harder. She was fighting mm-hmm. in, in the other one. Yeah. Come on, man. Look, I, if if I prefer DC, I actually prefer their cartoons. They have um, they have the Young Justice League out, Teen Titans. That's actually oh, better oh. than. That's actually did, better than a lot did, of stuff. Did that you wrote. watch Titans, the show? Yeah, Titans. Oh, they was going hard. Like, look, it's and they was killing shit. It's 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 better stuff out there than the movies. That oh they man, out, man, and it's just I I don't know what's going on. I just I like I just didn't give a shit anymore. I mean, boy Robin said I got problems. Yeah, even the, even the campy transform movies. The campy transform movies are better. <laughs> he said I, I don't like who I become when I put this on. I, I got no. I got problems. No. So anyway, <laughs> so to that to that point. And I'm, I'm, I want to take that because that's actually a good segue too into in what we were talking about earlier. Oh, and yeah, and so I, I did save it because it looked like Osmosis Jones. <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there. Fair, fair, fair point. Fair point. I saw the blue. I was like, yeah, that, like point. Osmosis yeah, Jones? Yeah, what is yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I, I got to put that on the list. Yeah, I got to yeah, watch yeah. that. Shout out to Osmosis Jones. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we were talking about um, vices and, and what they do to people. Mm-hmm. Right, so you're talking about you. You made the the thing about Robin about you know when I put this on, you know I'm, I don't like the person I am. But we've seen a lot of movies where there's a character that actively avoids doing something because they don't want to go into a certain right. path. Yeah, um, and we were actually we had that conversation uh, just talking about musicians and everything else, right? Like mm-hmm. how how people having vices, how that actually do we notice and do we care if the result that we get out benefits us. Right. Do we care about the individual person and what they yeah. go through we, to we, get us what yeah. we want out of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we right. talk about artists and, and, and the greatest artists and the geniuses. It's like uh, everyone that I can name or I can think of had had they, they did drugs or some kind right. of substance abuse. Right. Whether it was heroin, cocaine, crack or whatever. And those are the, the, the biggest artists ever that we've ever seen have had it right we watch these movies all the time where it's almost like a a tortured soul right where right. i don't i don't want to become the old me but the old me is the one that say you know the old you yeah. is the one that say the world right yeah, yeah but i don't i don't i don't want to go there um so we're thinking about that too with with you know people trying to quit things we're coming up on a new year and people mm. are going to want to quit oh, things man. and vision boards and Vision boards, <laughs> New Year's resolutions. You got your vision board ready? I'm gonna be a better person. All that stuff. So vision boards. Man, I, I can't take notes. I'm gonna make a board. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we start thinking about you know you know people try to get healthy and they and they try to do things to, to benefit their life and they cut out things for for good reasons for a lot of folks. But on some in some cases, it's almost like are you are you the full you? when you're taking some substance or you're doing something, whatever it is that feeds your addiction, yeah, right? Sure. Whether it's adrenaline junkie, whether it's right. alcohol, whether it's drugs, um, are they as really as bad as, as the stigmas that are put on them? You know, and, and some parts, it's, it's hard to say because I look at it like this. Sometimes that adrenaline junkie and the things that they do to their body is just as bad as somebody that's out here doing cocaine or smoking yeah. weed yes. to, to feed their addiction. Definitely. You know, some Definitely. of those some of those people that, that have to be, you know, out, you know, hiking here and there or jumping out of planes or doing whatever it is for that adrenaline, mm-hmm. you know, by the time they get 45, 50, 60, they can't walk. Bodies are fucked. Knees, no, back, that's back broke. Bodies are oh, fucked. I believe me, I know. I can't. I, when I get up now. Yeah, I have to walk around the house and loosen up and pop yeah. and crack and and yeah. I, I can't do anything fast. 
No. Nah, my thing is, bro, I, I do parkour and free running, man. So I, I oh, practice. <laughs> you know what? Okay, so I'm, I'm glad ago. you're here. Let me tell you something first, because I'm glad you're here. Hold that thought, but I hate you little motherfuckers. <laughs> you love me. All right, you little 150-pound, 170-pound fucking people jumping around and shit and running fast. Oh. And girls look at you like, bro, I'm almost 300 pounds, bitch. Yeah. I can't do oh, that. Oh, bank robber and train. Yeah, man. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay, now, y'all just want to let you know, because I can finally know somebody I can tell that to. Okay, now yeah. go ahead and tell what you're so saying. So two years ago, back in 2018, I fractured six ribs, bruised my sternum. Them, um, just doing a simple ass jump, and then last yeah, year I yeah, tore my Achilles. From roof to roof, yeah, <laughs> and a simple jump. <laughs> no, it was just literally it was in the woodlands, bro. It was like I got the video of it too, so I showed it to y'all afterwards. I, I understand uh, what um, you call a simple jump. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Um, and then last year I tore my Achilles, and then yesterday I thought I fucked my uh, my knee up on my left side. Hey, man. I was like, dog, I was freaking hey, out because yeah. I'm doing rehab stuff right now, right? Ooh. So I was like. I'm trying to fix the imbalances mm-hmm. that I created right. from the yes. injury and yeah. from going through all that. I'm going to yeah, come yeah. out with mm-hmm. you because he's doing rehab stuff. Yeah. yeah. Maybe yeah. I could do rehab stuff. <laughs> yeah. You know. I saw a video so about So I definitely understand what you talk about, like, working out addiction. So there's a good book that I would recommend anybody to called Irresistible. Mm-hmm. It's by this gentleman named Adam Alter. Okay. And the audiobook is really good. If people like audiobooks or not, I don't know. Mm. I'm not a good reader. It depends on who's who's yeah, talking. That's what I gotta say. Yeah, I might not like the voice. It, it depends on who's talking. Because yeah. I, I, I tried I to listen like to like Tiffany voice. Haddish and Jennifer Lewis. And <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, not, that's not gonna work. Um, <laughs> that so is, that is not English. What are you saying? So there's there's other people too. Uh, the David Groggins of the world and David, shit I like love that. Goggins. Where where yeah, but you have you seen his feet? I like not it when they get actors to, to read it. Like his shit, yeah. Like That's his shit, his shit's fucked up, yeah. right? And he. Oh, have you re- have you? There's a lot of people. No, I, I was I was I was I used to be training at a gym that was part of a cult that follow everything he says. Yeah, this guy um, can tell me, hey, let's do this free running class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm familiar. Luckily, I got hurt. I hurt my foot actually, and yeah. I couldn't do it. But I, but I went. I went. I I've did a, a, a part. I've done a parkour I, class, and I hate you. I mean, I was only like 270 back then. I, I hate you, folks. They had us yeah on a balance beam jumping from pole to pole trying to balance and then going up a jungle gyms whatever, but no that, there was a, there was there was a cult of people that follows him and all his books and everything he says too but there's there's the other side of that where you see his feet you see his body like he's he's gonna be fucked up yeah. in a couple of years yeah. like uh, all this healthy shit like I get it I understand what he wants to do but but it's going yeah. it's gonna be the thing that kills him it, yeah. it's it's gonna be the thing that that hurts a lot of people and so well not it, just kills him but slows down his life later yeah. And that's why I, I yeah. liken it to being addicted to, to certain types of uh, drugs or alcohol because what you're doing it for a lot of times, depending on the type of addict you are, but a lot of times you're doing it for because I'm not talking about the alcoholic that has to drink just to get drunk. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the person that drinks because it's fun. Yeah. Yes. Right. They're escaping. And they're addicted to the, to the fun that goes along with it in the good times. Yes. So what you're doing is you're addicted to making the memories. Yeah. Which is what happens is even though, say, I'm an adrenaline junkie. But what I'm addicted to is when I can sit down later and say, hey, remember that time we was in Hawaii? Or remember that time we was, yeah. you know, skating down here or we was on this slope? Or remember that time, man, I, I broke my, my back or messed up my ribs? Mm-hmm. You know, that time we was standing on the couch and I spilled a drink on that chick, you know, and then the dude got mad and the security dude got mad and you said something and then the other security dude say, no, you can't fuck with that dude because he'll fuck you up. <laughs> and then that security dude, I mean, just all kind of things. I just get real what you addicted to, get here. <laughs> what you're addicted to, though, is the memories that you're really making. I, you love the feeling that you get then. That but it's the fact that when you look back, you get the that. same feelings again. And I want I want to add to that too. In in addition to the feelings that you make, um, it 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 it's a freedom of things. Right. And so we were talking about, and I was just throwing this theory out there that sometimes the the whatever you use in your addiction quiets the outside noise out, and it mm-hmm. allows you to be you or a version of you that you don't get to be. Right. Right. Where it yeah. makes you. Um, it makes you more confident when we talk about alcohol, right? It's liquid courage, right? If it makes you more confident there, or as an adrenaline junkie, if it makes you feel 
and you haven't yeah. felt before. Feel invincible. Yeah, well, even just feel anything because there are people that are addicted to tattoos and they're addicted to feel. They're addicted to the pain because yeah. they get to they're feeling something at that point in mm-hmm. time. So they keep going back to feel because sometimes they feel numb or quieting the voices down in your head, whether it's from anxiety or worry or anything else that's going right. on in your life. Quieting everything around and letting you exist in a space or a sphere. Uh, that's when we talk about artists, right? Yeah. And we talk about how art art has suffered. Uh, from a commercial standpoint, from the fan standpoint, artists suffer when people have stopped, uh, when they got clean, or right. when they were happy. You know, their art changed, and it, and it didn't become as good or palatable for people. Because it takes a lot of focus to live everyday life. Yes. So what it sounds like you're saying is for some people is that some of these habits mm-hmm. or some of these, these things that they like to do allow them to not have to focus on the rest of everyday life, not have to focus mm-hmm. on the voices and worry about what everybody else is saying. And now mm-hmm. they have that ability to be inside that, that globe or that sphere. Exactly. And to focus on what kind of makes them happy or what yes. they want to focus on. Yes. Or having to worry about the rest of life. Yeah, yeah. It allows you to get in a pocket, kind of in a zone, right? We, we've, we've been riding in some cases. We've been on the bikes oh, where man. you have a ride or some rides that you did where you were just – you did some things and your body moved with the bike in oh, ways man. that you had never trained, you oh. had never practiced. Oh, that day you in the when that car cut you oh. off and, and rode it about 15 oh. feet oh. <laughs> in a diagonal direction. Oh, and these guys were behind me. And so I'm, 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 I'm witnessing it, doing it. These guys were seeing it. So they seen it. Well, I've never seen them do anything like that in my life. And it's uh, you, you, you end up in a, in a pocket sometimes where that's why I enjoyed riding and I, I, I enjoyed things with motors. Is it, it allows me to focus on the task. Mm-hmm. Riding motorcycles in Houston and anywhere, but in Houston specifically, because that's my experience, is so fucking dangerous because of traffic. Yeah, that you can't focus on anything else. Yeah, you have to be focused on the ride, the road, the cars next to you, the shit that's in the road. Whether it's gonna rain or not, you're gonna get black ice. It's gonna be slick or whatever it is. You have to focus on that thing, and it just it quiets everything else. Right. Out. Yeah. You know, you don't think about anything else for that ride. You that don't. is all you're doing. You don't. You don't. And that was Even, the thing with parkour for me, right? Is that, is that your shit? You get in your zone when yeah. you when you're in a park? Yeah, park? man. And it's like it allows me to deal with fear. Oh. Yeah. Because yeah. you're you know, you're you're dealing with height, you're dealing with consequences. Mm, but yeah. the thing is you're yes, the you one are. that's responsible for those consequences. So if you're not physically able to do this jump, mm-hmm. you back up. Ain't nobody calling you a pussy but yourself, but it is what it is. Like you gotta yeah. know you, hey, I'm not ready for this jump. Yeah. And you right. can't you can't go into the jump thinking that. You exactly. just gotta go. Right. Well, there's a there's a level of preparation, right? Like that's pre- for some reason, I see you like doing like calculations popping through your head. Yeah, some yeah. Time. But I mean, but I mean, when you start running to make the jump, yeah. oh, you yeah. gotta make well, yeah, the jump. You gotta commit. Yeah, yeah, you gotta commit. Commit, dude. I've yeah. been I've yeah. been in many situations where I'm in midair and it's like a ten foot jump, and I'm like, fuck, I'm not gonna make it. Yeah, uh, it's like you, you know what I mean. You gotta make that decision. How to do hit the I bail out? Yeah, you gotta yes. make the decision. You hit it or not? Yes. And you gotta do the jumps. Man, so many times and get get that muscle memory going and being the aerial awareness. Like, okay, if this goes wrong, how am I going to bail out? Like, yeah. how am I going to fall? How am I going to roll out of this? There's so many different variables. Fucking, that, fucking little people. Huh? Yeah. Nothing. He's <laughs> fucking with you. Fucking, you yeah. Fuck with you because you're tiny and yeah, <laughs> tiny and nimble. <laughs> nimble. Hey yeah, man, I got bad genes. For now. We, for now. We were village <laughs> yeah, people. Yeah. Look, yeah. My, my people got village, you know, village people genes. We got yeah. poor people genes. We, I'm not supposed to be jumping around like this. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right. Hey, this is the person you get a bag to. Boy. <laughs> hey. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. After yeah, you do the dirty work, this yeah, person yeah. you get yeah, a bag yeah, yeah, yeah. to. You yeah. take off this shit. We meet at you. Yeah, you ain't got to go in. Just meet me outside. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I ain't running nowhere. Man, because I got, so I used to do kickboxing for a little bit. I didn't like getting hit in the face. 
Okay. I don't that's think, why I was I like, man, let me just do like parkour. It. Instead, I can get yeah. the fuck away. It's a lot of people but, but don't you like get, But you let the concrete hit you in the face. That's, oh, dude, I've done that plenty of times. That's a different hit in the face. And, and, and the concrete is very unforgiving. Yeah, that's dude, a different hit in the face. My knees will tell you that. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So it's it's with that, where, where we're talking about the adrenaline junkies, where it was parkour, motorcycles, fighting, drugs. People look for something that they can focus on. It also helps you push your limits and your boundaries. Of course. Right. Which a lot of people like, right? Which we get to the, the Groggins and those guys where they encourage people. You know, I came from a gym where they wanted to do, um, you know, 24 hours straight of physical activity. They want to do 24 hours of craft. And I'm just like, why? But right, but they're, in their mind, it's just to show that they can do it, right? They did 100 rounds of heavy bag workout to show that they can do it. Now, yeah, it, their bodies felt like shit after. But mm-hmm. now they feel like they've conquered something, yeah, right? Yeah, they've yeah. done a marathon, right? Feel like they, they've accomplished. They a goal. feel like they've accomplished something and, and something outside of the norm. Something outside of the norm. So I think it's. I think a lot of the shit when we talk about it's beneficial for your growth as a person, but there's a point where it becomes detrimental of to course. yourself, right? It's almost the law of diminishing returns. And that's like kind of where I'm at right now is like figuring out how can I transfer this passion because into something else because. I need it for my mental. You know what I mean? Yeah. If I'm right. not working out or I'm not doing something. Robin some Banks. Hey, dog. Listen, listen, We are not advising people out there <laughs> to rob banks. This is why I want to get an IT, big dog. Allegedly. Allegedly. Okay. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah, we, we are not advising anybody to do anything that's against the law. Allegedly. Nah, never. Never. <laughs> never We, we are law-abiding citizens. Yes. Sometimes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. In, in, yes. In the eyes of the law, we are law abiding citizens in all yes. times. Yes. Hey, man, rules are not meant to be broken. They're meant to be bent. Um, hey, there you go. Sure. And every uh, just because it's a law doesn't mean it's right. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, we don't want to get on that. It's a whole, whole different conversation. Uh, but yeah, it, it's, it, it, it will be good for you be, being younger to try to find out another place to, to fit that in. But yeah. you're going to need something, though. Oh, you, yeah. You're still yeah. going to have to have something. I got a void in my heart I got to fill, man. You, you're yeah. going to still have to have yeah. something. Eventually, your body's only going to let you do so much. Exactly. Yeah. So it's, it's good to start looking for it early. And the other good thing is that you can start to develop it early and develop it slowly. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times it's hard to transition from uh, one thing that allows you to find that place to another. Because when you try to transition, you're not as good at it. And you're, not, and you're used to being good at something and it makes you feel a certain way. But the thing about, for some, for some reason, I don't know if I call this luck. I don't know whatever you want to call it. I enjoy not being good at shit. I was going to ask you. That's yeah, that's my next point. Yeah, some people do. That's my next point. I look at it like I this. Don't. I'm I a white belt for life. I hate it. Yeah. I'm a white belt for life. I'm, I just want to constantly, like, that's just the one my brain works. Yeah. It's like, I want to learn yeah. this. Oh, why can't I learn this? Yeah. Oh, cool. Let me learn that. Yeah. Well, I agree with you. I like to learn. Yeah. I hate not being good at stuff, though. Yeah. I don't either, but it's like, I know I could get good at it. Yeah, mm. no, that's that, that's that's positive way to think. But I, I, it frustrates me, and I like in yoga. My, in my line of work, it's 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 odd because in my line of work, Ooh, you I'm, say yoga. Yeah, you say oh, yoga. Oh, we, yeah, yoga, oh. yoga. Yoga conversation. Oh, I was trying to get into power yoga, but no, 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 just do regular. It's, no, it's, I, it's, I used to bro. do. I used to do. Uh, Bikram. He, he used to, and then he, oh, used to do Bikram, he yeah. turned it into like power yoga because he was kicking yeah. shit. <laughs> but he was what? He was kicking the mirror. That's why. He well, that was an accident. Turn when power yoga. Hey, hey, hey. No, what happened? What was happened? That the scorpion pose. No, what happened is we were doing a pose. I used and when I came out of it, my toe hit the ballet bar thing in the back, like to help you like stretch on. Yeah, and it, it didn't break it, but it messed my toe up. In a, in a quiet yoga studio. Oh, in a quiet, we in the back, and this big <laughs> his, his ankle slipped out his hand and went. Bam! Man, it's the one where you like you bring Jeez. your foot up and you hold it and you reach your arm out. And you bend oh out. yeah, yeah. And nah, my, see? Was, mm-hmm. but it's Bikram, so I'm sweating. 
So I'm sweaty, so oh, it slipped out and it bam! I'm not doing none of that Sound shit. Sound like a modern oh. gunshot. Hey, but you know what? <laughs> I'm though? doing. I'm telling you. I'm doing downward dog. Plank. I'm gonna tell you two things. Oh, about no. it. we yeah. One it, after it uh, about a, a month and a half, you feel dog. absolutely wonderful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And two, there is no better sex than after Bikram yoga. After heated yoga, I'm telling you, I told this dude that right there, and he didn't believe me. Cause you so loose. Hey, it's, I don't know what it is about it, man, but it is fucking and, awesome. And the what? three, and the three, he's not gonna tell you the women that do <laughs> do yoga on a consistent basis. This is why I had to stop going. That's for the part you gonna let out. The one that one, the one that checked us in with the orange peels. <laughs> Jesus, a um, lot of benefits to it. A lot of benefits to it. But yeah. I don't. As I'm saying, I I don't like like not being good at stuff. I like so. I, I train obsessively and I, I get to where I need to be faster, right? So it helps me. It, can, it pushes me not being good at stuff. But in my line of working and in, in, in consulting and being a contractor, I work on a project basis. I don't have a job where it's the same every day. So I go into a new client, a new project, and I'm starting from scratch every single time. And it annoys the shit out of me. I get in my own head for a good week, week and a half, two weeks until I can catch my bearings. And then I'm fluid, right? Then I'm moving. But I also get bored. So once I, once I figure it out and I get in that mode and I'm in that pocket, now I'm looking for the next thing. So I, I hate I hate being uncomfortable, but I like mastering things. And so mm -hmm. I keep putting myself in that position to be uncomfortable yeah. to yeah. do it. Uh, it keeps things a little, you know, a little fresh and me, a little spicy. But I, I absolutely hate not being good at stuff um, mm -hmm. to where I just I need to focus on it or I just I don't do it. I one or the other. Either I just I don't have time to focus on it, so I go yeah. in another direction, or I'm ultra focused until I can figure yeah. it out. Yeah, see, I'm more of a goal setter, okay. and that's why I do so many small projects and small tasks. Mm -hmm. Like I see something, I'm like, man, I could do that, and then I work on it until I can do it, and then once I do it, this is why I got so many tools in my garage I only use like one time because mm -hmm. I buy all these tools like to do certain things, and then it's like I finish it, and then okay, now I see something else. I'm like squirrel. I'm like boom. Yeah. Okay, I could do that. You know, I call him and be like, oh, man, I'm going to build a Wing Chun watch. Yes. yes. And I'm still watching videos. Yes. Hey, Wing Chun goes hard. Yeah, and I'm, and I'm, he's going to gonna build the I'm still going to do it. To this day, I'm still watching videos. I haven't figured out the best way I want to do it yet. Yeah. But until I figure out the process I want to use, then I do it. And then after that, boom, I move on to something else. Yeah. You know, That's just like, I'm like, a goal, I, more goal-oriented. I've always wanted to learn how to juggle. And so once I was going through the Achilles injury, I was like, man, I got so much time on my hands. He was like, fuck it, I'm going to learn how to juggle. Fuck it, I'm going to learn how to juggle. <laughs> and bro, now I've made a workout out of it to where if I drop a ball, I gotta do ten push-ups, ten squats. Okay. If I drop two balls, I gotta do twenty burpees. So you really trying mm. to master the shit and get it up? Yeah. And well, I, I can juggle, but I ain't doing no burpees. It, you know what I'm saying? My burpee day is over. I left that with CrossFit. <laughs> but I don't. I don't do the like right now because I'm still trying to you know get teach myself how to jump and all that again. Mm. I don't do the jump. Yeah. Ah. So you doing sprawls? Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Gotcha. Okay. Um, Without touching the ground. Hey. Or maybe he touches the ground. I don't like no, to I do the push-up. Like I don't like to get my clothes dirty if I don't have to. Shit, dog. I love being outside. <laughs> I love being outside, oh, too, man. but. It's <laughs> so prissy. Hey, hey, uh, hey, I'm a prissy outside guy. What can I say? But I'm thinking about revisiting the power yoga. My goal was to start with, like, regular yoga and, like, uh, Bikram or heated yoga, for people that don't know what Bikram is, and to work my way up to get the, uh, the flexibility and then work in the, the the strength and the balance to build to get to do power yoga. Check out this page called uh, on YouTube. I gotta follow. It's called Breathe and Flow. Mm. It's this couple, and they just travel the world, and they just put out yoga videos and stuff and like that. They got just, breath work. It's living a fucking life. Oh, bro. so that's my what? problem. I was following the wrong yoga yeah, chicks on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was looking at the wrong yoga ass. I followed the wrong yoga chicks. <laughs> only fans. Yeah, it's, it's not not that's the right, not the right kind it. of yoga on OnlyFans. And they they dope, man. Like, cause they do, 
they'll do the breath works uh-huh. after the yoga class, mm-hmm. right? And then they'll do like a guided meditation. Mm-hmm. So it's like a lot of mind work stuff. And when I started doing that, that started kind of filling that void of parkour not being in my life. Mm-hmm. And that was okay. like, it was cool because parkour enhanced my adrenaline, right? But with this, it was just like, it just leveled everything yeah. out. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to build up some little fella techniques in my life. Yeah, that's my goal. Are you? Your brother's yeah. doing it. Yeah, yeah. I Your re- it really is up little, little fella techniques. I know some some friends that have have crossed across the line, but they're not as big as I am. Mm. Uh, and and I and I keep up with some of the stuff they do and some of the things where there's you know I, I know a guy that deadlift 500 pounds and then start doing capoeira. Oh, oh dude. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like like I know some people that's crossed the line, but they're not as as large as I am. Mm-hmm. And for me to get down to a size where some of that stuff is, is that I can do without harming my body, I'd have to be back down around, you know, at least 240, 250. And that's, that's you know, 50, 60 pounds down for me. That's a long ways down. Oh, you could do groundwork, like with parkour stuff. Like there's crawls and stuff like that. That shit is painful. I did that shit as a warm up just because yeah. the flexibility well, in there. That's how you warm yeah. up. Yeah. I, I, I know. Yeah, I've, I've done some I, of that. I know. <laughs> that's so what killed me that in that class in I took. It? Yeah. Right. Check out, like, the original yamakazis right the guys that started doing parkour in france and all that stuff the mm-hmm. history behind them is a lot of the stuff was conditioning yeah so they would just be doing push-ups and climbing up on stuff and doing crawls and lunges and squats mm-hmm. for hours and hours on end like at nighttime because yes. a lot of times during the daytime it wasn't allowed mm-hmm. because it was like a lot of shit going on back in the france at that yeah. time mm-hmm. so they were very like ninja style to where they would just be doing just conditioning and they were like and I trained with one of the yamakazes, and his mentality was, he's like this, if you can't do these conditionings for two hours, you shouldn't train. That's you shouldn't fair. do parkour. That's fair. Because yeah. the shit I yeah. did in the warm-up, it was like, oh, I, when, once we started doing the activity, yeah, I was like, oh, okay, I get it. Yeah. yeah. I get it. I, yeah. I see and why. I know how they are, because the first, remember, the first Krav class I took was a military guy from France. Mm. Yeah. And he was, he had us doing all kind of that stuff and yeah. crawling on your wrist and all kind of yes. weird stuff. And yeah, we're like, man, you hit me in my eye with your finger again. I'm going to shoot you. <laughs> so, check out, so for you, man, I would say check out this gym called, it's in the woodlands called Believe, Commit, Achieve. They just, I know the people that own it. Mm. Um, and I've trained with the guys and stuff like that. And the girl that, you know, they own it. It's like three people. Um, and they teach martial arts there. They do parkour. Where's where's your where's your where's your shit? You you put a GoPro on while you're doing your shit? I don't. Um, I usually have other people record. Yeah, record. Right, yeah. We need to see some videos, man. Yeah. You know, get your videos on. Um, so yeah, man. Just I started thinking about all this stuff in 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 because I it, end of the year we inevitably gonna start to see people who are setting goals and oh I want 2020 to end because 2021 is gonna be better. And I mean, just just understanding that mostly everybody who's saying that is unprepared for 2021 is, is unprepared as they were in 2020. Right. Yeah. There's some shit that happened in 2020. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of people who are unemployed. The pandemic hit. But it also gave it. There's other people who saw it as an opportunity for people to have nine months to really figure out some shit. To really figure out what you want to do and what you're not. And look, man, I, I see the jokes about the 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 covid the covid 15 and putting on weight and all that shit to be honest with you it's just now if you didn't work out when you had to go to a job for eight or nine hours sit in traffic for an hour and a half two hours play with your kids pick them up if you if you could make it to the gym for 30 minutes or you couldn't make it or you couldn't work out then now you got all day at home and you didn't work out right so i don't i don't know how you plan on changing your life in 2020 in certain aspects when we've had time 2020 was a reset we've had time Right. If there, if there was something that people wanted to do 
and they're saying, I want to do this in 2021. How did you use your time in 2020? Because we had time to do shit, whether you were working from home or whatever. We had time to do shit. Now, I do understand, too, there was a there was a, a big bout with depression for a lot of folks and things. And I just I also think that that is a symptom of idle hands. You not doing anything because now you don't have to go to work or something like that. But there was time. We still got time now. I mean, we still going to be another six months or so before the public can get the, the vaccine. you got six months of time. you got six months of working at home to work out. To eat better, find your to passions. put together a business plan, to work work on that other thing that you wanted to work on that you couldn't do. Now you're kind of forced to do it, right? What's your excuse now? What's your excuse? What what, what was your excuse for nine months, right? And I'm not I'm not pointing fingers because I I had an issue with discipline over COVID too, but I could look at my issue with discipline at the end of the year and say I I missed opportunities, yeah. I fucked up, <clears throat> and that's and that's what it is. It's a lot of people out here who, even though they're at home. Home is not ideal for them. Mm-hmm. So with or without COVID, yeah, with and that's what I mean <laughs> is is some people were struggling going to work and yeah. they're struggling more being at home. Mm-hmm. Some people are struggling more at home because they were happy to go to work. Yes. So the first thing they have to overcome is that fulfillment or that enjoyment or that being okay with their situation at home. Mm-hmm. Or they have to try to work in this kind of working out or these other tasks or doing things that that they didn't do before that they wanted to do or, or business plans and, and maybe help use that as an outlet for dealing with what they're dealing with at home. Mm-hmm. Because I've learned a long time ago, just because you're at home or just because you have idle time doesn't mean the person's in a good place. Right. So it's, it's, it's more of the mentality of, am I going to make this time worth it? Am I going to get everything I can out of this time? Yeah. And for some people right now, COVID just allowed them to rest. Because some people are still working and still making money and still working from home, but mm-hmm. now they're getting more rest than they ever got before. Yeah. It worked out for them. Now they're getting more times with their kids than they ever got before. Yeah. And still maintaining because they have the ability to work out from home. Mm-hmm. So I think that the biggest thing about COVID and whether you have other goals or opportunities and we're coming up on a new year is asking yourself, how can I make the best out of the time that I have? Yeah. You know, how, how can I get out here – and make something better, not just for myself, but if I have family for my family, mm-hmm. you know, or, or my friends, or, you know what? Yeah, I am off now. Now I can spend more time with my mom. Yeah. You know, or I can hang out more with my brother. You know, people that's in my circle that I'm not necessarily worried about them getting sick maybe, mm-hmm. you know, and still maintain. Or maybe I'm at the point where I need to learn how to do something different. Like you said, yeah. maybe I need to find a new avenue that I can that I can walk and, and pick something new up. So you really have to sit down going into this new year and, and ask yourself, how can I make life better for, for me and the people around me? Yeah, and, and, and here's the other point too, and I'm gonna throw this out there just, just to get you know you guys' opinion on see what you think about it. What I believe this exposed from working at home and the people who couldn't deal with being at home, it exposed a couple of things. One, it is um, your people don't have a comfortable space at home. Right. Their home is not set up to be comfortable. Their home is not built to spend a lot of time there. It has the necessities, but you're not comfortable. Right. You don't have the right ambiance in the room. You don't have the comfortable furniture. You don't have a space to go sit and think. (coughs) Um, So some people took this time to redecorate. Right. Sage the homes and do 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 that kind of thing and, and fix the feng shui. So that's one part is we spend all this money on apartments and houses excuse me, on apartments and houses, but house really doesn't feel like home. 
Yeah. We're not comfortable when we get there. It's just mm-hmm. a place to go to eat, shit, shower, sleep, yeah. and get up and go and go outside the next day. That's one thing. The second thing, what I think it exposed is um, majority of the people in this world need somebody else to set their schedule. Yeah. And if they don't yeah. have somebody else to set their schedule, they won't get anything done at all. They won't get anything done. And that's what's happened with, with, with the people in the discipline and not doing anything. It's because somebody else is not dictating your schedule for most of the day. Mm-hmm. You don't know what to do with yourself. But it's because that's the way we're raised. Exactly. That's that's the yeah, society that's, that's that we live in. That's where I was going. In. Yeah, that's where yeah, I was going. Uh, it's, it's a very small percentage of people that set their own schedule. Yes. And make their own day. Yeah, we're, we're conditioned through school. School yep. age to adults to to for somebody else to dictate our schedule. I have I've had family members who who've done time, right? And they've done time for a lot of years in their life, and I'm, and I'm talking about prison time or whatever. And um, they've made comments when they come out that it's easier for them to be in prison because they have a schedule. Somebody's telling them where to be, when to yeah. be there, when not to be there, and when they come out and they don't have a schedule because you don't have a job yet, you don't have yeah. other stuff. It's harder for them. To operate, yeah, it's 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 a hard transition for a, for a large amount of people to go from being in the office to working at home. Yeah, you don't have somebody on your shoulder, yeah, over your shoulder telling you what to do when, and now you have which is which is nuts how we're we're conditioned that way. Yeah, because now you have time. Most of our jobs that we have that we work forty hours, we don't take forty hours. A no, day. no, not they even, don't. not even close. They don't. If you're good at your job, it doesn't oh, take you forty even, hours. Not even close. To your do eight your hour job. day, you work for like maybe an hour and a half, yeah, two hours. It, it doesn't take at you forty most. hours to do anything at all. Drinking coffee, eating lunch, talking shit. Yeah. You're just obligated to be there. Shopping on the computer. Yeah, you're obligated to be there <laughs> in front of them so they can see you. Yeah, so right. They, so they feel like they're getting their money's worth. Right, and they they could feel like you're not doing anything else with your time that's useful yeah you're doing a little things but you're not doing what you could do right yeah you're not going to this appointment and going to see about this property yeah. and going to check on that because because if you told majority of the people hey if you get your work done you can go home man you talk about how efficient shit would be <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> i'm still gonna pay you but you can leave the office yeah, you, you just get how, this, you how get how these tasks done how efficient think, shit would be do you think that's kind of the way the work environment is going to go to now no with covid no no no, because because they they still people want to see their money. People want to see their money. If I'm paying you to do something, and even if you're not doing it, I want I'm paying to see you. I'm yeah. paying. I yeah, t- you on my time. Now. I tell people I'm paying. I get paid a retainer. That's what that's what my salary is. It's a retainer. It's it doesn't take me that long to do my job, but they're retaining my services in case anything pops up. They know I'm there and I'm accessible. Now when I'm when when we're at home. We say we're accessible because we have cell phones and we have internet and we have apps and all that shit. But you could be accessible and you in line at Target or you getting your oil changed or mm-hmm. you changing a tire or you going to check on something else, right? Mm-hmm. You're, you're smoking doing, a cigar. You're smoking <laughs> a cigar. You're doing you're doing a lot of other things, even though yeah. verbally I can talk to you, but mm-hmm. I may not be in front of a laptop or something like that, right? And that's when people are paying money, they want to see their money. Yeah. That's especially in Texas. Mm-hmm. Right. For for states like California and other places that are more uh Technologically forward, the Portlands of the world, they'll probably stay like this, right? Okay. The smart, the smarter companies who don't want to pay these exorbitant leases to right. get their names on buildings and pay for office space, nobody Didn't uses. Nobody uses yeah. the smart ones. They'll go this way, but 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 old school like Texas, New York, no 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 no, they want to see you in the office. Mm-hmm. So how do you think that's going to impact with real estate, right? Mm-hmm. With these commercial real estate buildings, that you real estate real estate's been shit for a while, and this is this just this, this is a side effect. This accelerated it. Okay, this accelerated it. Because you don't, with, with, the, with the way that we're connected now in this world, you don't need 
a storefront. Yeah, for you a don't. Lot of you things. don't need space. You don't need a storefront. You don't need a storefront for retail. They need to change that. You don't. You don't need an office for for any work that we do on the laptop. Mm-hmm. There's no reason other than me being able to go walk to your desk and talk to you. Yeah. There's no reason yeah. for me to be in the office. There's I mean, no look, reason how, for me to do how, it. How often are you in the same building with somebody and you still sending them text messages? Happens all the time. Instant you know, they're in a the room next door, yeah, and you yeah. just send them. You're not getting up and walking next door. You just no. send, and you could do the same thing at home, and it's no. just as fast. Yeah, and they'll tell you send an email. Yeah. Even if you go talk to them, they'll be like, well, yeah, follow yeah. up with email. Yeah, Why yeah. did I come talk to you? Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. Now, look, I get a benefit out of it. Because email is a paper trail. Yeah. Well, I, also get a benefit, I get a benefit out of walking to people's desks because they don't talk to you the same way when they see you. No, no. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> hey, that's a whole different conversation. Hey, that's a, a whole different show right there. There's a benefit for you to be able to show up at somebody's desk yeah. and they, they tone change. That's the other yeah. thing about, yeah. about why I, I like a balance between yeah. in-person and digital. I like when somebody don't know you and they call your name all fucked up. Yeah. And then you stand up and they're like, oh, uh, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. sir. How you yeah. say that? Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. talking to me? Yeah, I pop up in the tone change. I, yeah. I, I hear so many stories about how crazy people get talked to, and I say, I don't. It didn't happen to me. I don't. No, I don't, don't have that problem. What are you talking about? I don't <laughs> have that issue. I, I've never had that happen in my experience. I don't know what work. you mean. <laughs> so I think there's, I think there's going to be a balance, but um, it it this accelerated it. it. It accelerated the the real estate is going to have to adapt. But the the time where we have these large buildings and they spend millions of dollars on this fancy ass mm-hmm. furniture nobody likes or uses, mm-hmm. and these TVs cubicles and, and cubicles and everybody has this and that, it's unnecessary when you could just pay cheaper for people to have it at their homes, right? Yeah. And to be honest with you, do you want? It's also going to affect car sales because. Now, if you don't have to commute an hour and a half to work yeah. and back, do you need two cars? Do you need three cars? Yeah, well, yeah. that's where the the robo taxis are going to come into play, right? With Tesla rolling out the full autonomy. Mm-hmm. But even if you don't, even if you don't do full full autonomous vehicles, I think I think the Uber culture, yeah, well, is that's going. What it started it started with you guys. Because anyway. it's going to undercut Uber because Uber has to pay a driver, right? Oh yeah, yeah. The well, business, the, the business is. I'm talking about the activity of driving yeah. yourself. It's going to yeah. become right. a lot cheaper. Right. But right? I'm saying because it's, it's coming get... cheaper for businesses. I don't think it's going to come cheaper for the citizen because they're still going to make their money. I don't think they're going to undercut the price that much. Once they once they get Uber out of here, they're going to raise the prices. But I'm saying the activity of having to buy a vehicle, yeah. purchase insurance, and go is going to go away. And your generation uh, is embracing Uber it's and gonna autonomous be in 10 years. driving yeah. even yeah. more. Yeah. 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 And the people that do have cars are going to last longer. Yeah, and, and the cars because are going to they're not going to be driving them yeah. as much. So well, it, they're going to start passing legislation like when they figure out like, oh, this is not as safe as we thought it was. Like letting everybody just drive because well, the it's, AI it's, is a lot safer. You know what I mean? They're gonna, but, that's how they're going to bring it in. But that's I I, I say yes and no. I say yeah. yes and no. You yeah, have I don't, to. It, I don't. it depends on the people in power, right? Because if we're talking about numbers, you know, alcohol kills a lot more people than of a course. lot of things, right? Yeah. But alcohol is still legal. Right, because they tax it. It's a necessity so I don't, now. Yeah. So I don't, I don't, I don't think they're going to yeah, go. That's what that they consider far. it to be. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they're going to go that far on certain things. But I, I, the people that own these corporations and these companies are the ones that write policy or help write policy. So they're going to make their money some way. Of course. Yeah. But I do, I do see the shift happening in people's behavior, and there will be rules put in place to still get money out of those things. That's why I don't think the price is going to go down because they're just going to get taxed more. Money mm-hmm. has the same amount of money has to come in. Yeah, yeah, one way or another. Yeah, you yeah, can't yeah, bring yeah. in. You're not, they're not going to lose money. Yeah, because part of capitalism. They're going to get right? it one way or another. And that's what capitalism is. You yeah. have to get yeah. the money from somewhere. Yeah, so it, it, it may adjust the avenue, yeah. but it's going to be there. Yeah, but yeah. the money's going to be there. Do you think we're going to get to a point? Because right now we're just in capitalism, right? It's just exponential growth. Like it's unlimited. Yeah, that's it. Are we going to get to a point where it's like? No, we can't grow anymore. No, how much no, do you want to grow? That's, no, that's against the American dream. That's against capitalism. That's that's against that's against what the dream that, that they sell you here. Yeah, 
And so they would never perpetuate that. Yeah. yeah. They would never let anybody think that you don't have the opportunity yes. to continuously grow. Yeah. I don't mean individuals. I mean like corporations. Well, no, no. I'm there, in, but I'm there, talking about overall. People. There has to be growth. But it they never down. want you to know. It has to be growth. They never want people to believe that in any aspect of life there's a cap. Yeah. They don't. Now, they're going to tell you something different under the table. Yeah. But overall, they're never going to come out and say, oh, no, no you can only do this much. No. Or your company can only grow no. this big. There's always there's always going to be always. a stress on growth. As soon as companies go, go, as soon as companies IPO, private companies IPO, now now you're in the machine, right? Yeah. You have to grow every year because every year. of your, your, your you stock shareholders. shareholders. Yeah. You got to grow. So there's always going to be growth. They're going to yeah. print more money. They're going to print more money. They're going to inflate prices of things. They, they make too much money off the dream. So let me, uh, so yes. How does, okay, now I don't know if I haven't looked into this too much, but how does, Printing more money <laughs> caused the inflation. Mm. That's mm. the concept I never understood. So when you put more money in circulation, um, you put more money in circulation, it, it devalues things. Like we got to talk about the value of the dollar and all kind of shit. We got to go into a lot of detail on things. Um, but there's more there's more money in the atmosphere, which allows people to then charge more for things. It just, it's yeah. just what it is, right? Yeah. It's just, it's just more there, so it's more to move around. It's more there, it's more to move around, and so you can you can you can raise the yeah. prices on things. So right? kind of like how when a company does a direct listing or whatever, and then they're pushing out stocks, they're kind of devaluing their stock because they're selling all that in a way. Mm-hmm. I, n- n- not specifically. <laughs> let me yeah. let me let me back up to the original. <laughs> okay. So. There's more there's more money out circulating in the world, which allows people to then charge more for their services, right? Because there's more money circulating. So it's it it, it it's a, it's a cycle. It's a self fulfilling prophecy. Gotcha. You put more money out, I can charge more things. Cost of living goes up. That means my salary needs to go up, and you just keep going and going and going. So can you regulate that to where you go? It, it used to be regulated. We used to be on a gold standard where you have Wait, to have gold. No, back no, up no. Your I mean, yeah, we'll print more money, but you can't like you pass legislation. I don't know if that's you can, pop- but they won't. That's not capitalism. I got you. It's not capitalistic to do that. If if you did that, that's that's why the, the the things like Bitcoin and stuff were disrupting the industry, right? One because they were just saying, "Fuck it, we don't need to base this on any on your on dollar. Anything. Yeah, we don't need to base it on gold. We don't yeah. need to base it on anything. Yeah, we're just going to base it on perception, which in reality is what your dollar is based it really on. Is. Everything yeah. in your bank account yeah. is based off of perception. Yeah, realistically, you just play monopoly. Yeah, it's With monopoly money. It's perceived value. The the Supreme hoodies, all this is perceived value. It's not yeah. real value of things. So. Bitcoin and, 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 and Ethereum and, and, and all the digital currencies, they're just saying we're just going to cash in on on perception. We don't give a shit about backing it with anything, right? We'll back it by public opinion, and if everybody agrees this is the price, this is the price. It's the same thing that's happening to the dollar. Um, but it's fewer people that control the dollar, so it's, a, it's another conversation. Yeah, and um, different people, too. And different people that control it, which is also yeah. why they're trying to tax yeah. it. Yeah, it's a different um, people. They're trying to tax Bitcoin in India now, which is amazing, because now they know the, the wrong people have control of Bitcoin, yeah. Yeah. and so they yeah. want to tax it. It's the same thing with marijuana once it's legal yeah, here. Exactly. The wrong, the wrong yeah. people control yeah. it. The and so we're going to put it in the right people's yeah. hands before we change it. That's yep. another conversation yeah. for another day that we can <laughs> go into. But with capitalism, no, we're never going to reach a point. As long as, as long as we are a capitalist nation. We're never going to reach a point where there's no growth. We're never going to reach a point where there's a plateau put on anything. No. It's just going to keep going and going. You see the prices of cars go in our lifetime that goes yeah. from when you had a $30,000, $40,000 car, it was nice. When you had a yeah. 80000 you were rich. Yeah. Now, now it's, it's $70,000 for a pickup truck. Yeah. Now everybody's driving around in 80000 It used to be you couldn't, you couldn't walk down, you couldn't walk anywhere and, or go anywhere and see a lot of uh, younger people driving BMWs and Mercedes-Benz. Yeah. Right. We're driving shit like you had, right? The celebrity and the Camrys and mm-hmm. the shit that was handed down and shit. Now you see everybody, everybody got the first cars are Mercedes-Benz now. Yeah, a little baby Beamer. Or the 3 Series or some shit now. That didn't used to yeah. happen at all. That was mm-hmm. that was not even fathomable. Yeah, you never saw. Like when we was growing up, you never, if you saw a friend 
playing like that. And I mean, they they mom or daddy was a lawyer yeah. or a ball player, ball player or something. Yeah, you or, came from or, or something. You know, but you didn't. You didn't see it. That's just normal now. No, that's that's high school gift that you yeah. give them, and then they yeah. had they got the, yeah. the C class or the, or and the, the three. And the crazy thing is, because I went. So when we when I was thirteen, we moved out of here, and then we moved to Clear Lake area, and that's different money. Yes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So like growing up, seeing these kids my age driving around BMWs didn't make sense because at, when we first moved back to America, mm-hmm. there was a point we had eight people living in a one bedroom apartment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it was just like holy shit, like. This is different. Yeah, but you yeah. also but you also saw you saw it and I don't know how you felt, but when we saw that like we shit. saw we saw shit to aspire to, right? We saw we saw the dream. That's yeah. how they start selling you the dream. Like right? it was it was very seldom when I was growing up that you even had a friend that had a, a new car. Mm-hmm. Get it on like a beamer or something, yeah. but just or or let alone a Mercedes, but just a new car. You got what your family handed down. Yeah, you exactly. got whatever they now your parents might have got something new and you got what they handed down. Yeah. Or they might got a, something new to them and you got what was handed down. Yeah. Or but you was, very seldom saw uh, had a friend that had uh, even a brand new yeah. Civic. Yeah, you didn't go to a dealership or and get, a brand get a new car. anything. Yeah, no. 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 But now even in homes it's just like say two income that's just normal you seeing kids with, with, with you know brand new chargers yeah that's just, that's just the normal challengers now. and that that wasn't that wasn't there when we were kids and it's no. it's more money in circulation that's going through and it's everybody catching they're selling a dream early which is why you always got to have mm-hmm. rope i'm going to yeah. sell you on the possibility that this can be you even if we give you credit to make you extend yourself to get there exactly. or look like you have it. I think that's like the crazy thing. But it makes, we, we it makes you, you feel like you can spend it more because there's more money in circulation. Yeah. Yes. I'm going to give you more money to make you feel like you can spend more money. Yeah. Gotcha. Even though really it's, it's the same thing and then eventually you go into debt because you get used to living a certain way or because you want to yeah. live a certain way. Yeah. And you build bad habits. Yeah. And that's the thing is like nobody talks about this stuff in school. Like when, you know, when I was mm-hmm. high school. Because they don't want you to know. Yeah. They don't. They don't. I, it, look, it, man, it, I was literally what it is. It's like a poverty scheme. I was coaching girls basketball. At a private school. Still an amazing story. By years the way. ago, years ago, yeah, they let me coach. Still, you assistant story. coach. I didn't want to be main coach. I don't he like. He doesn't parents. watch sports. Okay, not anymore. But <laughs> we're sitting at table at a restaurant having a uh, team dinner, and one of the girls is like thirty minutes late. She's like, "Hey, coach, you know, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm late. Oh, it's no problem. I know stuff happens. Yeah, uh, I had a meeting with my financial advisor." This girl at 16 years old had a meeting with her financial advisor. Because of the private school I was teaching at, she comes from money. They know school doesn't teach that. Mm-hmm. So they teach it at home to give yes. her a leg up, a heads up. And now the parent doesn't have to necessarily teach her about money. So what they do, they pay somebody to teach her about money. Mm-hmm. The proper way, the right way. Yeah. The average public, they never want to teach you that. They don't want no. to teach you about the right way to handle your credit and, your, and how to keep your credit score right and don't live beyond your means. They don't want to teach that no. stuff in school. They're not going to teach you about taxes or how to run your own business either. No, they don't, no. They don't want you to know, know any of that because the more prosperous you can be on your own, then they know that's the more that that individual is going to look at society and going to question things and going to go against the grain. Yeah. And they don't want those kind yeah. of people. No, capitalism yeah. built, is built off the backs of the lower class. Mm-hmm. Right. You need to be able to gain people to do to to give you value for less. Right. Less than what they're actually worth. You need to be able to game them to believe that what you're giving them, you're actually doing them a favor. Yeah. yeah. So like the game is, wage. you're doing you're doing them a favor, even if you give them an extra quarter. I, mean, I remember, you know, work, working when I was in high school at Target and shit, when you got a quarter raise. Yeah. It was a big thing. Right. I see some people when they when they get these bonuses and stuff. I'm happy for them. I try not to throw shade, but I was like, you know how much money they didn't fucking yeah. give you? They, yeah. you? they threw you scraps. But 
as as being on both sides from owning a business and working for people, I know the game. I know what it is. You have to be able to game somebody to give you something for yeah. less than what it's worth. Yeah. That That's is, how you make more money. That is capitalism. Yeah. So we can't. Yeah. They, they're never going to put it in the educational system to teach you everything. They're never going to do it. At work, mm-hmm. they're never going to tell you everything. That's why they come out and they ask you what you make before they tell you what their budget is. Because mm-hmm. they, they, know, they know you're already part of the scheme. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. we're just going to ask you what you, what you yeah, make yeah. as part what of the you scheme. Expect? How much you, how much we'll, you want to get? We'll give you an incremental bump mm-hmm. versus how much they can really pay for that role. They want to continue, even if, even if, like I said, the role is, is, is let's say it's $100,000, but you come from making fifty. They're going to offer you seventy. Maybe even yeah, sixty nine because yeah, yeah. they they less than around that they offer you sixty nine they got a budget for a hundred though but if they yeah, don't spend a hundred yeah. on you they can spend a hundred on them and they exactly. go in their pocket yeah and that's right. what I said it's whatever the, the, you have to always remember that the point of a business owner is to make more money yes and however they can do that whether it's increasing you know the the price of of something so they can make more profit of it yeah or or getting somebody to provide them a service and they can pay less for it. Or it's the reason why you shop for vendors. You know, mm-hmm. they do everything they can to, to basically pinch pennies so that they can make more profit at the end. And that counts the same towards employees and people. Yeah. So I hate any time I talk to somebody about a job and they'd be like, well, how much you expect to get paid? That's not, oh, don't worry about that. How much you willing to pay me? And then we'll talk about yeah. if I'm going to take it or not. Yeah. That's e- how I approach negotiations now. E- yeah, every, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't go in telling you what I expect. Everybody's an asset. Everything is an asset or a liability. It is what it is. When yeah. you go into it, you're an asset. You're not a person. You're not a physical being. You're an asset or a liability. And you, have to, you have to negotiate. That's also why you need talent and skill and all that stuff because that's your commodity. That's what you had to offer the, the market. But their job is to game you and to make more money. It is what it is, right? So the same people that are, that are arguing about you know, building a wall and, and keeping immigrants out are the same people that hire them because they're cheap labor. They're cheap yeah. undocumented mm-hmm. labor. They yeah. don't have to pay taxes on. They don't have to give insurance to, right? So the, 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 the lower class that are voting for the Republicans and the Trump saying build a wall and all this shit because the immigrants are taking my jobs, well, the motherfucker that's giving them the job is the person you're voting for. Mm-hmm. He gave them your job. They didn't just come in and take your job. There was a boss in there that said, I want them instead of you because they are cheaper. Exactly. They will work longer hours. They will work harder. And they would do it for cheaper than what you do. And I can increase my profit margin. Mm-hmm. I no mm-hmm. longer need you, but I'm going to blame everybody else. Well, that's yep. why they moved everything to China. Yeah. yeah that, Think about it. It's a perfect it's, example. It's, yeah. it's, it's it China, is. Mexico, it India. That's why IT yeah. moved to India. Wherever. Yeah. Because yeah. right? it's cheaper. It's, it's cheaper. And it's better. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 and it's not better. Oh, it's yeah. not better. Oh, I, had, I had a guy call. Oh, me. I can, I can. Oh, we, we go away. We can have another conversation about that. Oh, yeah. I've been, I've been well, doing, doing this for two years, though. I've been doing Stay this. The I've been doing yeah. this for too long. I can tell you that shit ain't better. <laughs> I had a, I had a guy call me a couple weeks ago. Excuse me, a couple weeks ago about a little contract job starting in February. Mm-hmm. So first time I asked him, I said, "How much they paying, man?" Mm-hmm. He's like, "Oh, well, they want you to come in and talk to you first. No, no, I'm not. I don't even know if it's worth my time. How much they paying? Mm-hmm. Well, let me call them back. I ain't heard back from them since. No." I had an interview the other day, and then, you know, it was just like a bullshit server job. You know what I mean? I'm like, let me get something. Yeah. Because that other interview, that didn't go. Told you about the Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know. We know what happened. We know what happened. We know what happened. know what happened. So, man, and they, they were trying to talk to me, you know, like, how much do you expect? I was like, look, this is, this is my experience level. Mm-hmm. I know I'm more experienced than what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, What's, what are you looking to pay me? Mm-hmm. And then we can talk about that later. You yeah. know what I mean? I, don't worry about what I want to get paid. 
I want to get paid thirty five dollars an hour. You gonna pay yeah, me thirty five? Yeah, and yeah. that's what I always do. Anytime I ask somebody, ask me yeah. what, I, how much I want to get paid, I get my outrageous number. Yeah. If you tell, if you, you tell ask me how much yeah. I want, you ask me, I'll tell you. So yeah. that, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm not gonna tell you how much I like, take. And they started like, <laughs> oh well, you know, we can't pay you that much. Blah blah. blah. I'm like, what can you pay me? They're like, this yeah. much. This is what we're. And then in the end, they were like, well, we have other interviews and stuff like that. I was like, all right, cool, whatever. See, I just wasted my time. Nah, man. They 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 don't want to hit their top number. No. It's a game to them to get below. It's a game for them to make you accept less for your services than what you work. But what it, what it comes down to in capitalism, which is why they know they're going to get you eventually, is got to eat. Yeah, exactly. there's going to be a job. Yeah. I don't know any. I don't know anybody. I don't know anybody. You correct me if I'm wrong, because we, you and I haven't talked details about this. I don't know anybody who is working a job that f- believes that they're paid adequately for their experience. Oh, I don't know, not one no, person, no, not no, one no, person alive. No. Those doesn't even get paid accordingly. No, 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 no. I, just, I, I don't no, know one. Those, those those are people who work for themselves. Yeah, like, and I'm not even talking about. And then the people yeah, that work but people who work for yeah, people who work for other people. Yeah, if you work for somebody else, I don't know anybody alive that believes they're being paid fairly for the work that they do. I don't believe it. Mm-hmm. And that, that is the game. And that's a fucked up game. Because, because I'm giving you my time and well, I'm not going to that back. You're spending 40, 50 hours of your life doing something that you know that you're not you're not being appreciated for. Yeah. And not just that, but if I die two days later, they're going to put somebody else in my fucking seat. Well you, know, oh, yeah. well, you know what fucks it up even more? You know what fucks it up even more? You spend you spend 40 hours of your day working with somebody who doesn't appreciate you and then you go home to somebody who don't appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Then we can talk about another hey, conversation. Hey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Next time. That's, that's, that's how you're going to end. No, no, no. We're going to throw it on there. You work for somebody who don't appreciate you. To go home to somebody that don't appreciate you, and then you go back to work because you still got to take care of somebody that don't appreciate you. That's a whole different world right there. Man, <laughs> when you start having kids, you got more people that don't appreciate you. That's a you. whole different and world. That, and that's how you get people that are fucked up at the end of life yep. who I, they're, they're broken down as people when you see them you know, in, mm-hmm. in life. And it's, look, there, there's a joy and a freedom in being an entrepreneur, but there's a risk factor. It's like your parkour, right? There's a joy and freedom when you make this jump. And you make this, uh, but the practice that you have to do to get there, yeah. the teeth you got to lose, the bruises you got to oh, take, the skin sometimes, that comes off. sometimes yeah. that shit ain't worth it. It's a lot of people. I was listening to a uh, interview with uh, Leslie Jones, the comedian, um, that's doing a host of supermarket sweeps, yeah. um, and she's been a lot of other things too over her career. She's she's fifty three years old, just now making it. Right? Mm-hmm. She started doing comedy. Said was she she was was eighty something. She started doing comedy. Back then, and she's just now making it at fifty fucking three. And that's crazy because that's the that, field I want to go into. But that's being an entrepreneur. <laughs> yeah. That's being an entrepreneur. Yeah, doing something, Sticking doing something it. for thirty fucking years, mastering and, it, and just making your money when you hit fifty three, right? So what? What you gonna have uh, on the good side? Twenty, twenty five years to enjoy your money. Mm. That's if you get to keep it. Yeah, and you don't have no Steve Harvey shit Boy. where they got to pull you off, pull you off a of TV, or you don't have no Aziz Ansari, or you don't have any other shit where they yeah, got to yeah. pull you because something else happened. You know, in the, the whole Aziz Ansari situation was just weird. Well, it was mm. weird. Well, the reason I I think, and I, I don't want to get into this because that's another podcast, but I'll, I'll touch on that. Aziz Ansari situation was weird because it's so common. Yeah, yeah, that's what made it weird. Yeah. It was it's like a, a bad date. Ex- yeah, yeah, we look at it as a bad yeah. date. Yeah. They don't look at they don't it look as at a bad like day. Yeah. But that's yeah. what I'm saying. That's what yeah. makes it they so don't, weird. They don't look at it that way. It's because that seems normal. That <laughs> seems like this shit that happens all the time. Now, the Louis C.K. shit, not normal, right? <laughs> yes. Bill Co- actually, uh, normal. Bill Cosby shit, normal. And his, yeah. it, well, it depends yeah, but he, what but, time, but look, right? But because I, I'm but just saying, I'm saying why he's the only one is, 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 is the reason why he's the only one is look, completely is understand. Really, you know, completely, having completely serious understand. issues. Completely with understand. I'm just saying that the, but the it climate is common. and the environment, yeah. but it's always been and common. what look he was doing was was well, normal. Yeah, that's that, and that's the thing is that you have multiple people in the same situation, but Bill Cosby's outcome is different than theirs. 
Yes. Yes. The Weinstein shit was it, it was normal, but you could, that's that's still fucked up. And I even I even say the Bill Cosby shit was fucked up. I'm just saying that there has been so for people, allegedly, if you if you've done if you drink alcohol or you do drugs, whether it's marijuana or whatever it is, it in then those environments it is commonplace for you to offer the other person that you're on a date with more alcohol or more drugs that you're taking. You're taking the same drugs and they're taking the same drugs. You're keeping the party going, right? Yeah. Not like, saying that all this stuff is right. I'm not saying it's true. I'm not saying, saying it's, it's like, okay. It's like food, right? But I'm we, gonna we're eat, talking about reality. I'm going to eat, so I'm going to buy you something to eat. I'm going to yeah. drink, I'm going to buy you something to drink. I'm going to do drugs, I'm going to buy you some drugs. Mm-hmm. Right? That's what it is. And at the end of the night, you have whatever outcome comes out, right? Now, I'm not saying this is good or bad. And I, I, if you're, you're guilty of rape, do all that shit, put them under the jail. I'm, I'm on that side. I'm saying the culture and the way we do things, it, there is a gray area in there. Yeah. Uh, and and that's, that's where you get to the Aziz and Sorry, because it sounds to us like it's a bad day. It's a bad day, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And there's some stuff that other people did. In front of people that can end you in a relationship, right? Like he end up, you huh. know, you end up getting your career Boy. fucked up, but the other person end up in a relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like you know, the other person end up with a hit TV show. Yeah, like, <laughs> like my this shit worked. Like my ladies, you know, they they like this shit, but yeah. but the ladies you fuck with said it was bad. And, just, and a lot of that, you know, a lot where's of the that, line? It goes back to the common uh, concept of, you know, you always hear people or, or you've always heard women in the past say, just because I'm dressed a certain way, don't mean you can treat me a certain way. Yes. Well, uh, if you dress a certain way or you're in certain places in certain atmospheres, oh, then you get treated like people that, that are shit. in those atmospheres. It's all about perception. Oh, yeah. shit. Everything is about perception. Oh, you know? shit. We if you get dress canceled? in a business suit, I probably treat you a little different than if you got on a little whole dress. We're going to yeah. get canceled. I'm going to just think your price is high. We're going to get canceled. No, no, no. The price is going to be high on the business suit. That's what I said. I just think business suit or my favorite, I should say the pencil skirt. Pencil skirt. I'm going to say pencil skirt and whole dress. Your price is high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's between it's different between a prostitute and a car girl. I be got to talk about whole nothing. Yeah, hey, yeah, hey, you know what I mean. Hey, we already hey, know what you are. The hey, is the price. But hey, we we are not talking about this today. And just like when you're young, and if you sag your pants, then you get treated a certain kind of way. Yeah. Yes. You know, if you got a hoodie on, yes. you get treated a certain kind of way. Yes. You know, all these things play into the same perception. Not saying that what happens is right. No, but, but we all grow up knowing. There's personal responsibility. There's, personal there's, responsibility. there's, there's what we used to call in our generation yeah. home training. Yeah, right. Yeah. That was the that was the conversation that came up with the young ladies at the uh, Dallas brunch that were twerking on the on the, on the gentleman furniture, and the owner came in and said, "Get that shit the fuck out of my venue. I don't want you here. If you're gonna twerk on my furniture, you can't sit down and eat in this restaurant. And get the fuck out, right?" Yeah. So there was a conversation about was he too harsh? Was he singling them out? I think on the other side is. Were they standing on his fucking furniture twerking and shit? Yeah. Get the fuck out of my establishment. Now, he could have yeah. handled it differently, but we still know who got home training and who don't. And we exactly. was in there with our aunties and our mama. They looked them crazy. Yeah. Was, I know. He told, he, told I t- he told them a couple times. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. And, and you know what? We as people tell you once, I'm, I'm, I'm being polite. I tell you a second time, I'm going out of my way. Mm-hmm. The third time, you well, what should I say? I asked you the first time, I'm being polite. I asked yes. you the second time, I'm going out of my way. The yes. third time, I'm going to tell you. Yes. And once I tell you the third time, then they say, oh, he didn't have to talk to us that way. Well, he already asked you twice. Obviously, that way didn't get through to you. So now I'm, I'm going to show you who now, I really now, am. Now I got to talk to you the other way, right? Because yeah. that's, that's what we had the conversation before, and we don't have to double back on it is when, when do you say shit and when do you let it roll? Because mm-hmm. sometimes you say, I'm, I'm going to let it roll. I'm going to see if they'll, they'll self-correct. I'm mm-hmm. going to see if the situation is self-correct. And sometimes yeah. it don't self-correct. Yeah. And another thing, too, is some people think that, because I pay to go somewhere, I can do whatever I want. Yeah. Oh. But when you realize oh, the people oh. who own it, 
don't need your money. Oh. Then it becomes a whole different story because they can man, say, hey, look. you know what? I don't need your money. You can get the fuck out. Man, look. These, and you feel some type and, of way because Americans not be used feel, to that. You want it to be. Americans pay to feel like they can do whatever these, they want to do. These anti-maskers are, are the worst at that. They believe yeah. they can go anywhere because I'm spending money. I can go anywhere. I can do whatever I want. Anything I want because I'm spending but money. But when you go somewhere where they don't need your money. Yeah. Get the fuck out. Then that's when it's like, oh, wait a minute now. Because yeah. I don't like the way you talk to me. I paid to get in here. But you know what? You can get out and I give you your money back. I don't yeah. care. Yeah, you out. Bye. Yeah. I didn't build this for you. Yeah. I did yeah. this because this is what I want to do. Yeah. I didn't. Now, this, this is. That's a whole different level of freedom. Yeah. That's a whole different level. It's a level of freedom. But you know, but you know, you know who get caught with a lot of times? The people with privilege. And mm-hmm. then when it happens to them, they, 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 they get their panties in a bunch. When shit like that been happening to us for a long time and we don't yeah. even do shit. They'll tell us yeah. to our face, we didn't build this shit for you before we even get to the door. Mm-hmm. So we have to deal with it. Now they got to deal with it because somebody asking to wear a fucking mask and it's the end of the world for them. It's like, shit, we've been, we been getting denied service and, yeah. and, 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 yeah. <laughs> and yeah. kicked out of places for, for, for or, fucking or we, ever. We've been getting, getting services that, 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 that come with certain rules. Oh, subpar forever. services, right? You get, yeah. you get the thing with my parents, you know, when, when I used to go out too is, you know, you go out to a restaurant and you have a reservation. They try to put you by the bathroom and by the fucking kitchen. Either or. All these fucking tables out here, you gonna put me by the goddamn bathroom or the kitchen. That show you fucking disrespectful. Put me somewhere else. Don't put me back here. You gonna put me back here with the help of where I gotta smell somebody farting all the time. Like like don't disrespect me like that. But it's it's little things like that mm-hmm. that people do that now more people are starting to experience that and you see them having breakdowns on, yeah, on the internet. They're and not used to it. Like you said, they're privileged. They're not used to it's it. It's so hilarious to me. It's so they hilarious to me. mind when they get checked. It's so yeah. hilarious to me. And that's the shit we got to swallow mm-hmm. on a regular fucking basis. Yeah. Do you think that has to do a lot with humble beginnings? No. Like coming, like people that come from humble beginnings, mm-hmm. right, they usually get put up more shit. Uh, they'll put up with more shit before they they implode I, or anything like I, that. Well, I think we're we're t- we're we're taught to eat shit a little bit more because we got to do more to survive, right? I but got you. I I I don't believe that that type of treatment is just for people with humble beginnings. There's people that that you know came from money who have to deal with it now. They don't have to deal with it as much. Well, what or I'm in the same scenario. Is, it's like treating a pretty chick like she regular. What's up? Yeah. It's like treating a pretty chick like she regular. That's really it's really what oh. it's like. You yeah. see what I mean? Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. It's, it's like it's like bar. it's like yeah. treating a pretty trick like she yeah. regular. And, and, you telling her no? And believe me, oh, I had a lot sure. of practice. Oh, it's, it's fun. We got some it's stories. Fun. You know, another another podcast. Story time, baby. But <laughs> but because they're they're used to a certain thing. Mm-hmm. Because certain people are used to a certain thing and they have certain expectations. When you come in and say no, you're not special today. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you got to do that. You know, oh, yeah, I know you usually got money. You can go wherever you want to go and do whatever you want to do, but you're not going to yeah. do that here. Nah, get the fuck out of my car. Yeah. Yeah. I'm one of these people sometimes, Fuck out of my man. car. Yeah, and, and, and that's what happens is, but as Americans, we're raised and we're taught, and that a lot believe that we deserve certain things just because. Yeah. So how do we correct it? Oh. I, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't think that's a. That's yeah. a. That's an easy thing. That's right? not an easy thing. And in, in, me, what I do is not helping. So in, in any. Yeah. <laughs> what, what I do, I do is not helping. What I do is not helping. <laughs> in, in in any society, whether it's capitalism or not, there's always there's always some sort of social hierarchy based off of something. Yeah. Right. Even before capitalism, when you had monarchies, there was you. You were born to a certain family. You were well, if you look at the thing, else. the bullshit they do in Britain, like where they got fish, you know, silverware for eating fish with and stuff like that, and it's just like. We create hierarchies. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly. Yeah, we, we, but yeah. it's not just capitalism. Though. No, it's no, that's what I'm saying. No. Outside I mean, of capitalism. I'm making like, a point. It's like societies where... I'm making a point outside of capitalism. If, oh, you, okay, if you're fault. at a certain point, you can't marry somebody else. It's not yeah, at yeah. that point. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like you the caste system. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. caste system. Even in barter societies, it's, it's, there's yeah. a, we, we create some sort of hierarchy to put somebody on a higher pedestal than somebody else. 
and then everything else just fills in, right? Yeah. We have the low and we have the high and then we fill everything else. And that shit, I mean, we take capitalism out. That happened That happened with slaves, right? Yeah. yeah. You had to, you, you pick one slave to be in charge of the other ones, which was mm-hmm. a lot of times the one you let read and be the pastor. Um, you put one in charge of the flock. Nice what did you say? Nice plug. I heard you see, it. See what I did? Yeah, see I heard it. It's on tape. It's on tape. And then, and then you, you, you put, you, you, treat, it over here. you treat one better and that's where you got the difference between house slaves and field slaves and all that shit. We get in there. But we, mm-hmm. you treat one better and, and and that's that's a conscious thing. Like yeah, somebody yeah. else, it's a conscious decision. Somebody else picks somebody to pull above everybody else, so they can control that one person by giving yeah. them more, and then it creates contempt and everything else mm-hmm. below. Contempt, and then discernment, they always all hit, stuff. but they always hit a spot too where they get put in their place. Like you, yeah, you, yeah. you you're above, here, but you're still below. You in the middle, you but know. And it, it's it the just, same thing with slavery because remember, before slavery, like you had rich people and poor people. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of casteism, you got rich people and you got poor people. Yeah. But then what they did in slavery was they took the poor people and they made them in charge of slaves. So now you put them in a position where they feel better about themselves. Yes. Because now they have someone that they see as less than themselves. Yes. So you took the poor. Because remember, if you watch, if anything old slavery you watch, yeah. it was the, the poor white people. Poor white people. That was actually out there in charge of the slaves. Mm-hmm. It was a bar that Dave Chappelle said one time. He said, Poor white people don't realize that rich white people look at them the same way they look at other exactly. minorities. Oh yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely, yeah. definitely. But they'll, so they'll the tell thing, them. Though, you you take them and you give them a position. Yeah, you'll tell them. You still you'll not tell up them here you're where better. We at, no, but I'll tell you you're gonna, better. We're gonna tell you you're better. I'll tell you you're better. And yeah. it's, it's the same thing. So and do you think that came from evolution? Because we are primates, right? Yeah. If we're being real. Look, Primates have a hierarchy system. Yeah, but that, that used to go back to, to to tangible shit. Can I hunt and kill things? Yeah. Right? It went back to tangible shit. What skills do I have to aid society? Where it started to get skewed over history is we went away from skills that aid to society to shit that people said was important. Right. Yeah. So we went from we went from you were actually able to do something for the for the clan, for the group to make us eat, to, to further us. Any technology yeah. you have. We went from Survival. that to went from that to if you were born to this family. So the first person in your family may have did some beneficial shit, but you didn't. But because you're related to them, yeah. then you have a higher bloodline. Yeah. So then it, it became perception. And, now and now that's, we have that's a lot of the reason why you got a lot of these these issues with people being stressed out and all these mental instabilities and all these problems, because. You get born into expectations. Yeah, mm. that's the other part too. Or, or Ooh. you're the person who's not born in expectations, but you have the ability to do great, but you can't and because you can't. there's a there's a glass ceiling over you. And you can't. And there's nothing you can do to get and to that can't. other point. No. And yeah. you know, you know what happened then? You know when people created politics. Because the politicians were never the warriors. The politicians were never the rich people. But they had to come up with a way to control society. And mm-hmm. they had to do it from a position of, of, of empower. They weren't, they weren't the richest people in the world. They weren't. So they create politics and they create these, these perceived things that say, I'm, I'm going to mm-hmm. talk and my speech is going to lift yeah. the people up. But I'm not going to go fight this war. <laughs> and, I'm not going to go and, finance this war. And that's this the war. reason why people go to war and they come back to something totally different than when they left. Because the, the people aren't that's fighting the war... It's not the people that's running yeah. their mouth, yeah, yeah, and, and and molding and shaping stuff while while these other people are out there are fighting for the survival. Yeah, they're not the heroes anymore. Yeah. Warriors used to be the heroes. Yeah, you go kill it, you bring it back. You was the dude. That's not yeah. it anymore. Now you go kill it, bring it back, and y'all don't eat meat no more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like when did this change? Yeah, <laughs> that's Nobody not how told shit me was. <laughs> There's a lot of things that evolved over society, and it's very interesting. It's a very interesting conversation. I'm surprised we aren't, and, and all of us are sober. Well, we're drinking. He's not. But uh, this is like a high 
conversation we can get into details of <laughs> where, where we kind of go in the balance. And now you know why I smoke so much weed. Yeah, I, I, I see where you these go. These thoughts are random. These are sober thoughts. I, yeah. No, I, yeah. I, I see. I see where you go. But this is what happens when we start drinking too. We start going yeah. down paths. But I'm, I'm, I'm gonna shut it down. We, we going into our, this is like the longest podcast we ever done. It's gotta be. It's gotta be. Um, we setting records in this bitch. So hey, I want, I want to close it out. Like I said, we're coming to you after. After Christmas, so yeah, pre New uh, Year, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, uh, Happy Kwanzaa, you know whatever it is, uh, Happy Early Chinese New Year that's gonna come in January, all that yeah. shit. Before New Year's, um, I know people are going to just say fuck it and want to party and do your thing. Try to be as safe as possible. Think about everybody else that's around you, not just yourself and your own selfish happiness. You can you can skip a year, you can skip a day. Of doing shit. If you can't, then you you got some other shit you got to really think about mm-hmm. in your life. If yeah. you can't, if you can't skip certain things, I get it. We we're all taking risks to a certain point, right? We're taking risks by recording this podcast, even though we're six feet apart and the chairs are sanitized and the microphones sanitized. Look, we 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 all take certain risks, so we're not we're not standing on the soapbox, of you guys. But this shit's real. Like shit's real out there. There is a threat. We do need to be aware, and the more aware and cognizant we are, the faster the economy opens up, the faster we get to making money and we get back to regular life. So, enjoy mm-hmm. yourselves. Uh, find find something to be thankful for this year, and think about that for New Year's. Mm-hmm. Um, don't don't believe you're going to be a new person on January first that you weren't on December thirty first. Right. The work starts today. The work starts now for everything yeah. that you want to be in the future, man. Good luck to everybody. Uh, we enjoyed this year. I don't know what podcast is in, but fuck it, man. We 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 on the roll now. Um, follow us on Clubhouse. I'm on Clubhouse. If you guys are on Clubhouse, you can follow me there. We'll probably start doing some joint stuff with Clubhouse because I want to go in there and talk shit to people that I don't know. Um, <laughs> that's one of my favorite. But you, but you enjoy it so much. That's that's one of my favorite. You enjoy hobbies, it so much is, is talking shit to people that I don't know. Yeah, uh, and throwing napalm into things. Um, so shout out to our supporters, man. Shout out to the folks that's going to catch this later and, and going to hear us. Uh, catch us on uh, Apple Music, Spotify, uh, Anchor, YouTube, wherever you find your podcast. Catch us on social media, Instagram, at Whiskey Therapy Podcast. Yeah, um, yeah get, get out there and, and, you know, I like to say, throw, throw the pebble in the pond. You don't have to have a big New Year's resolution and all that, but it, it, it takes a pebble to start a ripple. Yeah. You know, small changes, yeah. you know, it, even if it's just a realization that, Something as small as not going to this big old party for New Year's or something as small as wearing a mask or, or saying, you know, yeah. I'm going to try to follow this this dream that I've been having. So, something small can have a, a very large something outcome on small. your life. Read that book. Go go walk for 15 yeah. minutes in the morning. Meditate. Uh, take some more time to yourself if you time. need it. Buy a bicycle. Do whatever you need to do to get your time and your space. But every little step counts, man. Every we, little we, step. We, we get so bogged down in the big things, right? People want to be millionaires and billionaires, and they want to do this, that, and the third. And it all starts with one small change in your, in, in, in your life. That's yeah. one small thing when it comes to discipline that you need to change in your life. Just change that mm-hmm. shit, man. Also, uh, before we get out of here, fuck your vision board. Um, I'm going to say that before we get out of Whiskey Therapy Podcast. Fuck your vision board. Fuck your vision board parties. Uh, fuck your, your boss lunches, your boss brunches. Uh, fuck power, your real power. estate chat rooms. Yeah, 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 your power couple brunches. Uh, don't sign up for that fucking Forex trading group because they full of shit too. Um, any of that shit, man. Stop it. Do your own fucking yeah. research. You, you need you. And yes. you need your, your personal time. Even if you're married, you got a girlfriend, you got kids, all those things are important and they should be. But you always got to remember that in order to make your circle better, you have to be better. Yes. And you have to heal yourself first before you can help heal other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I'll tell you to, 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 to quote 
quote one of my partners, Lou, if you ain't found nobody yet, it's your problem. You the, you the issue. Hmm. You the motherfucking problem. Fix you. Yeah, that's it. Fix you. Fix you. Fix you and everything else will get better. Whiskey Derby Podcast, baby. We out. We out. Hey! <laughs>